Okay. Welcome to Wanda's Picks, a Black Arts and Cultural Program of the African Sisters Media Network. And that was Zion Trinity singing opening prayer to the African deity, Eshu Legba, a deity that lets us know that we always have choices. We are never victims, so we could pause, should pause, take a breath, and exercise our options. And we are really excited today to have um, on the air with us uh, Minister Mhotep Alkabulan, who is who has who's a founding member of Wose Community Church, and uh, is a uh, senior currently senior minister of Wose Sacramento. And Wose is is celebrating its 40th anniversary this Sunday. Congratulations, Minister Mhotep. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, welcome. So welcome to the show. Yeah, you are, um, gosh, uh, Wose uh, Community Church. I, I always call it like um, minister, like Brother uh, Alaman, you know, Wose House of Amen Ra. <laughs> so, so I have to, oh, like, yeah. keep on yeah. look, I have to keep on looking at the my text and like, okay, Wose Community Church, because that's not what comes to mind when I think about Wose and Ile Omade, you know, your wonderful independent African school, and, you yeah, know, and you have, yeah. you're the minister of the Sacramento um uh, um, community church, and and then there's the Oakland campus, and it's just such a such a phenomenal story. And um, I was wondering um, if you could talk a little bit about about the founding, because it's like it could take up the whole show. You know, you talk about how you all founded it, um, you know, four decades ago. But you know, you you write that you've been you conduct seminars and workshops and. Um, in-service classes for teachers. You've lectured at the university level all the way through grade level around African history and culture. And, you know, you and your wife celebrated, I believe you said, 35 years um, in October? 34 in uh, the end of September. And uh, we've actually (laughs) been together for 40 years. Um, We actually met, um, well, well, we met in 79 and we came to Wose at the very first uh, a worship service, which was held December 7th, 1980 at uh, a place on Galindo street in the Bay area um, in the Fruitvale uh, district, uh, 3209 Galindo was an old uh, Masonic lodge temple. And uh, the founders 
of our church, Minister uh, William E. Calhoun, and then Timothy Sewell, now Makalisioso Sawande, were ministers in training at uh, Allen Temple Baptist Church. And uh, the pastor there, the Reverend Dr. J. Alfred Smith, availed them to um, his library. And one of the books that they focused on was uh, the book Destruction of Black Civilization. And contained within those pages, they found the name of our church, Wose, which was uh, a seat of learning uh, in ruins uh, 5,000 years ago. The name Wose means scepter or seat of authority. And um, from then on, we, um, you know, developed um, a uh, theology that uh, originally was started as a a black nationalist uh, Christian theology, which evolved to a theology based upon African principles, the principles of Mott. And uh, we, we have four basic holy books. Uh, the Husia by Dr. Malana Karinga, uh, Destruction of Black Civilization by Chancellor Williams, uh, Stolen Legacy by George G.M. James, and 2000 Seasons by Ayikwe Arma. Our primary uh, text, though, is the Husia, uh, which is a compilation, ancient Egyptian uh, text. Uh, and uh, actually, the title says Selections of the Husia because there are so many uh, texts. Uh, that you could focus on within the the comedic uh, uh, theology and, and and history. So, um, yes, we um, you know we grew um, and uh, and expanded to a location on Madison uh, Street um, uh, in downtown Oakland. It was it was in a former um, Scottish Rite temple and. Uh, after spending some time there, we were able to move and um, acquire our building on uh, 8924 Holly Street. And uh, we've been there for a number of years. And um, we have a wonderful school there, Ile Omade School, meaning House of the Children. And um, from uh, Oakland, there were, there were members in Sacramento that uh, viewed uh, what we were doing in Oakland and said, hey, we got to we got to get a Wose up here in Sacramento. And those people were Dr. Catherine Favors, Leslie Campbell, and others in the Sacramento area, Dr. Um, Tashaka Muhammad. And we formed Wose uh, in 1985 uh, in Sacramento. Hmm. Oh, wow. That's great. Wow. You, you put that together really wonderfully. Thank you. <laughs> I, you know, I, I wasn't was, sure. I, was, I wasn't sure where you wanted me to stop because I can go on. You know, forty years is a long time. And <laughs> we, 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 <laughs> we've known a lot of people, and uh, mm-hmm. you know what's interesting now about these times uh, in this uh, time of pandemic and COVID nineteen, we've been zooming our services mm-hmm. uh, since March. And uh, we've actually uh, gained members. We've gained about 24 members. Uh, people uh, log in and, and uh, participate in the worship service from all across the country, Los Angeles, Oklahoma, Alabama, uh, Washington, D.C. Uh, some people even uh, check us out from the continent. And uh, so it's been a, it's been a very interesting time. Mm-hmm. 
and and so we're looking forward. We're 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 very happy to be celebrating 40 years when we first started. Uh, people thought that it wouldn't last. Uh, I think secretly some people were hoping that it would not last, but we actually grew and thrived. Um, we're, our special guest is going to be uh, Professor James Smalls, uh, uh, you know, wonderful uh, scholar who's, uh, who has a very uh, long pedigree going from uh, taking over the mosque when, what, after Malcolm X was assassinated, being a professor on the college level, working with uh, such great scholars as Asa Hilliard, Dr. Ben, uh, Leonard Jeffries, uh, Wade Nobles, and others. Also, um, you know, I just talked to him recently, and he was telling me about his relationship with the uh, late uh, president, uh, you know, second president of Ghana, uh, Jerry Rollins. So he, he has a, a wide breadth of African um, history um, and culture participation and information. So we're really looking forward to him coming and, uh, you know, uh, gracing us with his uh, knowledge, wisdom, and understanding. Right, yes. And um, and Destiny uh, Muhammad, um, the Harpist from the Hood, oh. is also going to be a special guest. She's going to be providing your morning music, up. right? Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm glad you brought her up. She is fantastic. So she's going to be our musician. She's She's going to be playing three songs in our service, and uh, I can hardly wait. You know, the last time I saw her, and I, I think you were there too. As a matter of fact, I remember you being at at the home going of Sister McKenna, and oh, yeah. um, it was it was in that mausoleum. I know that that might sound a little grim, but um, you know, it was it was a beautiful setting. Um, you know, she inspired so many people from around the Bay Area and, and around the country, and Destiny was playing. And in that, in that mausoleum, the, the acoustics were perfect. And, uh, you, you know, so that's, that's my last uh, memory of Destiny. She, she's played at our anniversaries before, and, you know, of course, she's a giant in terms of, of musicality. So, yes, we're looking forward to hearing her and, and honored that she's going to be participating again with us on our anniversary. Mm-hmm. And I was wondering, um, how how does a person um, join the service? I know um, they have to be vetted. <laughs> um, well, and so I was wondering, the, how, how does a person do that? They go to the website, and if so, what's the website? How, do, how does a person join the service? Okay, so you, you can go to uh, WOSE Community, W-O-S-E Community, dot org and just scroll down and click where it says join service and then there's a password that's associated with it that um you know i i think i forwarded you an email uh with uh what's going on for sunday and and contained within that email is the password that we use to get on we don't put it out on uh social media you know for security reasons uh but uh Essentially, you, you, you click on, uh, you go to the website, click join the service, and then you'll be asked for a password, and then you're in. And uh, we ask people to identify themselves. We don't want just your uh, number of your phone or your, you know, alias. We'd like to get a first name, you know, and, and uh, 
you know, we like to see who we're who is in our service. So, you know, we've taken those precautions, and uh, so far we've we've had success. Uh, at, at 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 different times, I, I think one time I saw we had like uh, 99 or 100 people on, but the averages mm-hmm. are like about you know, 59, 60, 62 people uh, uh, on a Sunday. And then on Wednesdays, we also have this um, session called Black Knowledge Matters, and we cover a variety of topics uh, from Bitcoin to, um, uh, you know, the number one killer of black people, which is uh, uh, tobacco. Uh, we, we, you know, we, we cover art and, and various topics. So, um you know, uh, those are the two main major things that we're doing uh, in terms of, um, uh, you, you know, uh, our presence on Zoom. And then we're also doing fundraising, of course. You know, when you're when you're with a spiritual institution, um, fundraising is always uh, uh, needed. So uh, when you go to either WoseCommunity.org or for Sacramento, WoseSac, W-O-S-E. SAC.com, there are places where you can actually donate and support our activities. Right, yes. Um, uh, with regards to the Black Knowledge Matters, um, what time is that on Wednesdays? Thank you uh, for, for asking that question. Uh, the, it, the time is 5 o'clock Pacific uh, Standard Time. Uh, we, we gave that time so that the People on the East Coast can participate. So sometimes we'll have people, uh, you know, from the East Coast, and we didn't want it to be too late for them to uh, to get in. So that's mm-hmm. five o'clock on on Wednesdays, Pacific Standard Time. Right. Okay. And um, you um, um, sometimes you give the uh, the major um, talk, um, but then always you um, you you lead. Um, I think you always do lead a meditation prior to the uh, the service at ten thirty, and I was wondering if you could talk a little bit about about meditation and the importance of it, um, the being still, and then if you could um, maybe sort of segue into maat and what that means and why is that one of the um, principles, the first you know one of the main principles of of this institution. Um, so, um, yes, thank you. So on uh, Sundays, uh, beginning at 10, we have meditation. We go about to 1020 uh, for uh, basic physical health and basic um, spiritual and mental health. We uh, do a series of exercises from breathing exercises to guided meditations. And um, sometimes we do standing meditations and actual phys- physical activities to um to encourage our members and others to not only do it on that one day of the of the week, but to do that continually for basic uh, health and upliftment. Our theology is based upon mat. Uh, mat is a comedic word, commission word, which means that the basic uh, is truth, justice, and righteousness. But it, it actually has seven words. It takes seven English words to um, uh, describe what Mott is. So it's truth, justice, righteousness, harmony, balance, propriety, reciprocity. And um, so uh, just the, the short answer on Mott is Mott 
manifests itself in the individual as truth. Mott manifests itself in the society as justice. Mott manifests itself in nature as the normalcy of phenomenon, i.e., the sun rose and set today. So that's uh, that's the short answer. And so that's that's how we guide ourselves. Um, we always, you, you know, whenever we're involved in an activity, and you know, Christians ask, uh, "What would Jesus do?" Uh, people that practice the way, after sacred African way, as we call it, we ask, "Where is my?" In this, where's the truth in this? Where's the justice in this? Where's the harmony? Where's the balance? Where's the propriety? And so, when you see Mott, she is uh, a feminine uh, nature. Um, we don't use the word gods and goddesses, that's more of a Western term. Nature is a, a principle of the divine. So, uh, in creation, uh, there is uh, uh, male and female. And so she is, uh, or masculine and feminine, and she is a, a feminine uh, a nature. And you can identify her because she always is the, is the feminine aspect that has a single ostrich feather on her head. Uh, in the um, comedic um, judgment scene, uh, a deceased person is taken before the judge, and before he meets the judge, his heart, is pl- is placed on this on one side of the scale, and uh, on the other side of the scale is the ostrich feather, and the person is reciting is called the forty two declarations of innocence, of which the ten commandments are uh, in there. So he's saying, "I have not killed, I have not stolen, etc." Ah, uh, yes. Um, I. Uh want to make sure we have enough time at the end for you maybe to um, uh, maybe give us uh, a short um, meditation that people can can take with them through the day. Um, And I'm thinking maybe five minutes or three minutes. Um, But before that, I wanted to ask you if you could tell us some more stories about this founding of 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 Rose Community Church, you know, um Alan Temple's Alan Temple, excuse me, um what's trying to think, was it Beth Eden Baptist Church? Oh, you know what? You're going back uh, now I actually grew up uh, down the street from Beth Eden Baptist Church and uh, my mother was <laughs> a member of, of Beth Eden Baptist Church and then there was some uh split uh, you know, Beth Eaton is kind of like the seed church for a lot of uh, churches, uh, African American churches in the in the uh, Oakland, in the city of Oakland, and, and uh, perhaps even in the Greater Bay Area. And uh, so, um, I'm sorry, what was your question again? So, because that is that um, is that Minister um, <clears throat> uh, Geo Gillette um, James um, Beth Eaton? Yes. Yes, right, uh, right, when my yeah. mother was going, it was uh, Reverend Dones, and, okay. um, and uh, yeah, but uh, Reverend Gillette O. James, and I believe he was from the Bahamas. Anyway, okay. um, for me, even though that's that's been many years ago, he's 
he's new because <laughs> my mom because my mom went <laughs> uh, it, was, it was it was Reverend Dunn. Uh but uh, yeah, Alan Temple uh, had uh, was very instrumental in the early development of we'll say. Um They encouraged us. Uh, as a matter of fact, that very first um, very first uh, worship service that we had, uh, there were there were about eighty eighty people there. And many of them well-wishers from Allen Temple because, as I said, uh, Minister Calhoun and, and Minister uh, Max Alicia Sosawandi were ministers in training at Allen Temple. And then we, uh, Minister uh, Sawandi uh, had a background in uh, journalism, and we started uh, a newspaper called uh, the uh, Zamani newspaper. And Zamani is a Kiswahili word, which means the living history. And so we would we would put articles out, and we would print all these all these uh, different uh, you know newspapers. You know we did we did it on a monthly basis, and uh, we we swung for the fence. We sent it all over the world. One one day we had a wonderful scholar, uh, uh, Dr. Joseph Ben uh, Yakinen, in uh, March of 1982. And on, uh, and we covered that in our Zamani newspaper, and that newspaper found its way to Sacramento, and that's how it caught on in Sacramento because the person that received it knew who Dr. Ben was and said, "Hey, you know what? I need to check out this a church that would have somebody like Dr. Dr. Ben uh, at their service." Actually, I feel that Dr. Ben kind of put us on the map because uh, mm-hmm. prior to his arrival. You know, we, we were just a handful of people meeting. But after his coming, um, we went from like, you know, you know, maybe a dozen to, to a couple of dozen people to like, you know, two, three hundred uh, every mm-hmm. Sunday. And uh, on on major events, we would have, you know, more for four to five hundred people. So um, we uh, got involved with uh, uh, giving Kwanzaa events, and we would have even more uh, people we were in, and we became an integral part of the community, you know. So, you know, there, there were already things in, in, the, in the Bay Area that, were, that was uh, prior to us, and we, we were able to join and participate and, you know, form a union, as it were, uh, with, uh, for, even, even with people like yourselves, um, you know the wonderful work that you do with the Maafa, uh, uh, you know recognition and commemoration. Uh, you know we're able to uh, reach out to them. So, um, you know, Allen Temple, yes, was a very important part. And then at at some point, um, you know, we just continued to flourish, and uh, we went in a different direction, and uh, you know, got more inspired in our history. Uh, the core of our spirituality, and uh, 40, 40 years later, we're celebrating our 40th anniversary of Wolsey Community, uh, Temple of Amun-Ra, Church of the Sacred African Way. We have a, a few appellates, uh, you know, to our <laughs> name. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, you um, you mentioned Allen Temple. Um, I mentioned Beth Eden, and you mentioned growing mm-hmm. up you know, in, in West Oakland. So where does Allen Temple come into the um to the story? Allen Temple is Allen Temple the place where because um, I, I went to um a home going at Beth Eden 
and um, Minister Magalisi, um talked about the history because this person who passed was one of those people that you know was goes way back went way back with um, uh, <clears throat> with the founding of of Rose Community Church. So where 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 does Allen Temple come in there? So Allen Temple comes in because the the founders of the mm-hmm. uh, of Wose began at Allen Temple. They were um, they were ministers in training at Allen Temple and they were they they were inspired by well okay for those of you that are in the audience know um Reverend Dr. J. Alfred Smith even though he's a man not of, of tall stature physically, you know, he was a giant in terms of uh, pastoring and or and organizing and just it, really his voice when you when you listen to him it sounded like God was talking. You know, so it's very inspirational. <laughs> very, very inspirational person. So um, the, the antecedents uh, began there. And then uh, I remember Jay Alfred coming uh, on the first anniversary of uh, Wolfe. Mm-hmm. And his sermon was, there were giants in those days. Mm-hmm. And he used a, a passage from uh, from Genesis. And he was and he was talking about Bill and Makalisi, that they were uh-huh. giants, and um, you know at, at you know when uh, you know when he was was winding up in his in his message he was he was you know you know in his powerful uh, J. Alfred voice he was he was saying I'm with you when the church is empty I'm with you when the church is full I'm with you I'm with you, I'm with you, I'm with you. you know so it was a very uh, a good send off and then. They looked at our newspaper and they said, "Look at what, look at what, almost like, look at what these children are doing." And um, you know, they they would they would donate uh, they, some of the, some of the money from Allen Temple to to get our um, to, to get our newspaper out. And uh, you know, because it takes a lot to do a newspaper print, all of those things, typesetting, all those mm-hmm. things, uh, uh, of which Makalisi was, you know. Uh, had become an expert at at, at getting it out, so uh, that that's where Allen Temple comes in. Oh wow, that is so great! So, do you all have a book? I mean, it's forty years. Do you all have a book about that people could purchase on one of these websites <laughs> uh, that tells well, you know some well, of these great stories? Well, I'm glad that you asked. Yes, um, uh, uh, one of our members, uh, uh, community clerk. Uh, by the name of Tayemba Payton, put together this oh. wonderful commemorative book. It's called In the Spirit of Zamani, Honoring 40 Years of Wolsey Community, Oakland, California. And it's uh, it has pictures. There's like about 118 pages. And, you know, so it, it spans the, uh, the 40 years of, of our existence, of our, of our being. And, uh, you know, yeah, it's just a really uh, a, a great work, uh, a, a labor of love. It, it shows our school, Ile Omade, from the beginnings to to the present, and it has some of the old Zamanis that I was talking about. And just mm-hmm. so there's that, and it's um, I believe so. You can go to Wose Community dot org, and uh, excuse me, you go to Ubuntu. 
Uh, let me see. I, I need to get the right. Uh, hold on just a second. I, okay. Oh, and, and, and she's going to kill me, but I need to get the right. Um, uh, let's see here. Uh, I need to get the right uh, uh, address uh, that, that you can. Uh, so you go to uh, Ubuntu. Uh, that's U B U N. TU1865.com to purchase uh, either the uh, commemorative um, uh, scarf or, uh, in the spirit of Zamani, um, uh, uh, commemorative book. And uh, each item, so the, the scarf is about $50 uh, each. There's only like 80 available. And they, oh, wow. and they, came, so <laughs> they came directly from Ghana. They came, uh, uh, one of uh, our other members, uh, uh, Mama Darnisha, right? Uh, she uh, got a chance to go to Ghana and she made some contacts, and um, so she uh, commissioned some people there. And uh, so it has uh, it has on the neck of the uh, scarf uh, life, prosperity, and health, and it has um, it has the ankh and it has the waz staff. Uh, which uh, is the symbol of, of ancient Wose on there, and it also says established December 1980, and uh, and, it go, and on one side and on the other side it goes Wose 2020, and um, you can you can also get the Spirit of Zamani booklet at that website. Again, let me repeat it: it's Ubuntu 1865. U B U N T U 1865.com. And the and the book is like forty dollars, but it's worth it, every 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 bit of it. So um, hope that you all can support us uh, that are, that are listening. And of course, the anniversary is this Sunday, uh, ten a.m. Uh, to approximately twelve thirty p.m. Uh, Pacific Standard Time. Go to wosecommunity.org or wosecommunity.com uh, to gain access. To the meetings, and again, our guest speaker is Professor James Small, and a wonderful music performance by Destiny Muhammad. Oh, wow! And it's eight thirty. Perfect timing. <laughs> <laughs> wow! Yeah, man. Our next guest is in the studio, so. Um, All right. We, yeah, yeah. I wanted you to give folks a little. Breathing. Well, 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 yeah. well, let me. So sometimes we use um, uh, uh, sounds, and so let mm-hmm. me just give you a um, uh, a sample of what we have people listening to. We we say follow the sound, and and generally we hit it uh, 21 times. But because of uh, the time that we 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 don't have time to do all of that, just follow the sound for for just a couple of strikes. Also, there's a, a simple breathing exercise that we do, and it's called pranayama. It's, it's, it's common, 
but it's good for cleansing uh, your uh, vital centers in your body, both energetically and physically. And so you, you place your your right thumb on your right nostril, and then you exhale through the left nostril. And then you inhale through the left nostril. Put your ring finger on your left nostril and exhale on the right. And then inhale on the right. Right thumb on right nostril. Exhale on the left. And then continue. And we usually go about four minutes on that. Uh, but uh, the the idea is to build up on that. So the first week that you do that simple exercise, try it for five minutes each day. And then the next week, um, add another five minutes. And uh, the goal is to at least build up to like 20 minutes a day doing that simple exercise. Also, there is a candlelight um, meditation that we do. And, um, you know, it's, it's a full guided meditation, but the basis of it is you gaze into the flame for about 30 seconds, and then you uh, close your eyes. And when you close your eyes, you'll notice that that flame is still in your mind's eye. And then you take that light to your heart and visualize it's sitting on a lotus and the petals opening up and you see the petals in your heart opening up. And then you take that light to various places in your body, places of your hands so that they'll do good works. Take it to your feet so that you will go to good places. Take it to your eyes so that you will see what is positive. Take it to your ears so that you'll hear what is good. And then have see that See that flame uh, filling up the whole room that you're in. And then then you see that flame uh, expanding out to, you know, your city and your state and your, uh, your, your nation. And even see the whole world in that, in that light. And then bring that light back to your heart. And, and take that feeling with you the rest of the day. And so those are some of the meditations that we do if you were to come and, and, and uh, uh, meditate with us and, and fellowship with us on Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. Uh, Pacific Standard Time on the Wose Zoom, again, wosecommunity.org or uh, wosesac.com will get you there. Oh, that was so wonderful. Wow, thank you so much. So um, can we get you to come back again and tell us some more stories? I know you all are going to tell stories on Sunday, but uh, can we get you to come back again on on the show? I would would be honored to uh, come back on the show with a great person such as yourself, and I want to thank you for the opportunity to share with the sisters and brothers our experience and uh, invite people to come and and be with us on Sunday, uh, 10 o'clock, December 6th, uh, for our commemoration of our 40th uh, anniversary. Okay. 
And then I have one more question. Is the service open to everyone, or is there a specific um, uh, target uh, population in the the community that you're looking for? Yes, the service is targeted for African-American people. So so for African people, African-American people. It's not that we don't like other people. It's just, you know, it's something uh, for us to get in our – Get within ourselves, love ourselves, so that we can uh, have a good expression when we come in contact with others. Mm-hmm. Okay, I just wanted to make sure there was clarity. <laughs> okay, well, super. Thank you. Yes. Sure. Well, have a good rest of the day, uh, Minister Mhotep, and looking forward to seeing you on Sunday. All right. I'm I'm looking forward to seeing you, and thank you so much, and thank you for all that you do in the community. Oh, you're quite welcome. Peace and blessings. Peace and blessings. (laughs) Uh, Good morning, Dimitri. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Oh, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm so happy to have you joining us. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, that was that was that was wonderful to have the moment to to be centered before this. I love that. <laughs> yeah, I knew you wouldn't mind. Because <laughs> 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 you're an artist, and I'm sure you know meditation is a part of your practice as 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 a visual artist, as an artist, as a educator, um, and I think everyone you know who has been zooming so much. Um, you know, this year <laughs> as we exactly. shelter in place, it's like ah, oh, sheltering in place is <laughs> it's all meditation, right? It really, it really, really is. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm starting to appreciate the shelter in place right now, though, a lot. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. I, I, you know, you know, as as an artist, it's yeah, as an artist, it's, it's forcing me to spend more time with with my practice, and it's um. You know, and, and, and I'm appreciating not having the, the commute time anymore because um, I live in Oakland and I work in San Francisco. And, you know, I spend about an hour each way, um, you know, just just getting to and from work. And now it's like, oh, I have I can fill that time with other things. I can drink my coffee. I can read. I can listen to podcasts. I can listen to your radio show. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, nice, nice. So our audience, in just case they didn't catch your voice, um, we're speaking to um, Dimitri uh, Broxton, who is a senior director of education at the Museum of the African Diaspora in San Francisco. Uh, He's an Oakland native, and he has over 19 years of experience working in the field of education and the arts. Uh, And he does a whole lot of wonderful things at MOAD. However, today we're going to be talking about Dimitri, the visual artist, the artist who has this wonderful work at Patricia uh, Sweeto Gallery in San Francisco um, that he's going to tell us about. Um, yeah, it's just really provocative, um, you know, sort of looking at, it's almost like an Nkisi kind of kind of piece, um, looking at Joe Lewis, you know, as um, embodying uh, sort of the energies of liberation, right? It's like, whoa, this is yes. so nice. And then the I, material, I, <laughs> it's like the art, the material used to craft this is also really phenomenal, too. And I'm like, where can, where can we go see it? It's like, 
you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's really, really lovely. Um, and I also want to let our audience know that uh, you hold an MA uh, in Museum Studies from San Francisco State and a BFA from UC Berkeley in art practice. And your practice, I believe, is uh, at that particular time, one of your practices is um, you're a painter um, in oil. Mm-hmm. But this right here is like, whoa, he does more than that. Because <laughs> this is not a flash. <laughs> it's like definitely, you know, kind of a multidimensional kind of work that sort of pulls on, um, you know, sort of your um, uh, your indigenous ancestry, right? Because, like, you know, you mentioned being um, uh, from, you know, your people being from Louisiana, you know, the Creole tradition, and then your your dad or your, your other part of you is um, Filipino, you know, ancestry, mm-hmm. so pulling from that particular energy, right? And then, you know, you're Oaktown, right? <laughs> so you know, you got exactly. Like, you know, from this land, too. It's like, okay, we got like a, you know, sort of like, you know, sort of like, what do you call a remix here happening? Um, and exactly, also the exactly. I remix. love it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, um, yeah, so I was, I was trained as um, an oil painter. And, you know, when you go to art school, um, painting and particularly oil painting is heralded as, um, you know, the the most elite form of art that you can possibly do. And and, and I actually really loved painting. Um, you know, I, I think I, I have, I have somewhat good skill in painting. Um, but, you know, oil painting is, is a, is an art form that takes a lot of time. So, um, to go into the studio, you can't be in the studio for less than three hours uh, with oil painting, and you have to be in a specific studio space. And um, and a lot of the pigments that they that they use are the ones that I'm attracted to, or even the oil and the um, and and you know all the different materials um, are have some level of toxicity to them. And so um, I have three kids, and when my first kid was born, I was able to successfully go away and have a studio practice and continue to paint, and and I did have shows <laughs> around the area with my painting, but then my second child was born, and, you know, having two, having two children in the house, um, you know, I really couldn't leave my wife. I felt guilty every time I would I would leave to go to the studio for, for hours at a time. When I say three hours minimum, I'm talking about that's the bare bone minimum. Uh, most times it's, you know, five, six hours in the studio. So I felt really bad about always having to leave her by herself <laughs> to take care of these two, diff- you know, these two kids um, while I went off to explore my art practice. So slowly I stopped painting. <laughs> um, I, you know, I did it less and less and less. Um, and I, I needed to be creative in some kind of way. Um, so I started doing beadwork. Um, I had always strung beads together. Uh, it, was, it was something that I did with my mom. You know, we'd make jewelry, we'd make necklaces. Um, and I started to teach myself how to weave with beads. Unfortunately, we're in the internet generation where you can go online, you can look at YouTube videos, um, and you can learn different techniques. But uh, thanks to Instagram, I, I also met a Mardi Gras um, chief, uh, who's a really good friend of mine now, uh, Damon Melanson um, in New Orleans. And so he started to, you know, teach me that the techniques of bead weaving um, that the Mardi Gras Indians uh, employ. And I got really, really interested in this, um, you know, because as you said at the beginning, it was a way for me to start connecting to my own ancestry. 
and, you know, working with beads with my mom growing up, it, it started to make this connection to me. And um, more and more for me, it was like, well, I'm also learning from a man and working with beads and the, you know, traditional American context is not something that you usually think about men doing. But when you look at the Mardi Gras Indians um, who make their elaborate costumes, they're the majority of the ones who are doing beads. And so I started to see myself more and more in this material. Um, and so, yeah, I was making jewelry for a while and I did a couple of jewelry shows in Oakland and then something shifted for me and I was like, wait, hold on. I, I went to school for art. <laughs> I'm not a, I'm not a jewelry maker, no shade on, on folks who make jewelry. It's, it's wonderful. Um, but I wanted to express myself in a much more elaborate fashion. And so, you know, I was like, what, what can I apply beads to? And I happen to have a pair of boxing gloves around. Um, and I just started applying them <laughs> uh, to the, to the boxing gloves. I didn't know what I was doing at first. Um, and so for folks who haven't seen my work, my work is, is, bead, is beaded patches, much in the style of Mardi Gras Indians. Um, so you'll bead a patch and you'll apply the patch to the costume, you know, to the headdress, whatever um, the regalia is that you're making. And usually um, those also have feathers and, and other uh, shiny um, objects on them, like uh, Mardi Gras beads and glitter and, and sequins and things like that. Um, but I'm using cowrie shells for the most part. Um, and so it was that, that was another way for me to bring in another um, aspect of uh, my growing up, my auntie married a Yoruba man, um, and I'm really glad that you have um, a Baba, you know, following me today because um, I love that the the combination of that, um, you know, the, what I do, and then also following up with a Baba. But um, my auntie married a Yoruba man, and so I was fascinated with Yoruba culture from a very very early age. Um, and so um, there's there's an object called the ile ori, um, the what is it? I, I'm trying to think of. Um, it's like the um, house of the head is what it translates mm -hmm. to, and they're covered in cowrie shells. So when you see my work, there, there there's a, there's the influence of the ile ori and also the um, Mardi Gras Indians. Yeah, wow. And also, um, I don't know. It's you know the whole idea of the box I mean who has boxing gloves lying around their house yeah you know <laughs> I was like I don't and and so you know we've got these really beautiful these gloves covered in cowrie shells that are you know which makes it look like so like a headdress almost and then and then within that you have the beadwork with words on top of that and it's it's black, mm -hmm. you know, background and red words. So you're thinking, okay, so we've got a little, you know, um, uh, and it's the ancestor, right? The ancestor colors are, are white, red, and black, right? And mm -hmm. so it's like, mm -hmm. okay, so this is a goon we call him forth. I mean, you know, Joe Lewis energy, I mean, he is past. Um, and, then, and then I was reading, um, I think, I'm not certain if it was in your artist statement or not, but someone called on Joe Lewis, um, you know, to save him. And so Joe Lewis was almost like, you know, calling on him was like calling on, you know, a creative energy. And you think about the Orisha, right? The Orisha, some of them once, most of them, a lot of them once walked like, you know, like the King Shango, right? Um, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so, and so, so Joe Lewis certainly could be Orisha, right? 
Um, exactly. You know, yeah, for sure. And then, and then I'm looking at this one here. You know, the power is are the words and against the background. And then you've got the um, um, the uh, the uh, Kyrie shell sort of in, sort of covering the the body of of the glove. And then you've got these these um, they look like bullets. Um, coming out mm-hmm, like sort mm-hmm, of on the bottom, mm-hmm. looks like a necklace almost, and then you have this string of Kyrie's, you know, sort of coming from the uh, uh, the larger piece, you know, the glove down. And so I was just wondering if you could talk a little bit about, you know, sort of the material, other material like the Kyrie, you know, as as you know, the shells were once money, you know, and, mm-hmm, and they have mm-hmm. like, you know, like when when people, you know, sort of look at you know, doing the uh, readings. A lot of times, cowrie shells are in the reading, right? And you <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Besides, you know, the cola. Um, you know, not uh, the mm-hmm. cola. You know, sort of shell. You know, sort of broken, and then so you throw it in different ways and different configurations mean different things. And it's like, okay, so let's talk a little bit about the material because um, it's it's so it's it's certainly you know intentional and and it all has meaning. <laughs> Exactly. You are my favorite person to talk to because you do your homework, and I love it. It's so refreshing. I gotta say, um, yeah. The 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 material. So so initially, I was definitely drawn to the the beadwork, and then you know I started to do more research on you know the history of this this material. So when you look at the regalia and. Nigeria, for example, and, and that's where a huge amount of my influence is, is coming from, and Nigeria, and specifically the Yoruba people. Um, and um, the the beadwork is elaborate. It's beautiful. The, bead, the beads are, um, res, are only reserved, you know, initially um, in, in time, the beads were reserved for those who were the elite, um, those with the, the power um, and or they were referred to as the knowledgeable ones, um, those who wear beads. So either the initiated or um, you know your obas and um, your your kings and your queens and your elders. Um, and when you start to look at them, a lot of the beads they would say that they you know came from Bohemia. So I started to just get really interested in like, well, what is that about? And so the the mater- the main materials that I use um, and the piece you're talking about, the power, um, it it has check beads, which is the, the, you know, the new name for what was Bohemia back in the day. And then also cowrie shells, which come from the Seychelles, um, you know, in the Indian ocean, for the most part, you can find them in Eastern Africa as well. And I also have bullets. Um, and so, you know, there's a book by Sadia Hartman, um, to lose your mother, where she starts to analyze the, the transatlantic slave trade and the materials that, our ancestors, our African-American and African diasporic ancestors were traded for. And um, these were these beads, these were these calorie shells, these were guns, these were bullets. So I'm really interested in these beautiful, um, seductive items um, that we use for jewelry and adornment um, and sometimes have spiritual uh, purposes, but also have a connection to this bloody, violent past. and Sadia Hartman, uh, she she goes through uh, the archives and she goes through 
logs of um, when transactions were made for selling of human bodies, and she came across a formula of 13 pounds of cowrie shell for, or, or thir- one pound of cowrie shells for every 13 pounds of a person's body weight was um, the the trade ratio <laughs> for for folks. And so, you know, I'm just I'm interested in cowrie shells for both. You know, they are, as you said, they are used in divination. They have this very spiritual connection to the ancestors. And actually, cowrie shells, outside of European culture, um, every culture around the world values them for spiritual purposes, um, which is really interesting to me um, because of their their representation of femininity, masculinity, all wrapped up into one and and the cosmos. Um, But, you know, they they were also this form of blood money, and so, you know, incorporating both the spiritual aspects. So, like you said, the Joe Lewis is really that piece is a totem for me. It's it's the calling of the of the power that Joe Lewis had for African Americans um, as 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 this very respectable person who one fights um, and you know against white people. <laughs> um, at, at, you know, dur- during these these segregated uh, times, he he was the Black Hope, really, um, and he and he also was able to transcend and kind of become this symbol of American um, power as well. Um, and so, you know, so the piece is, is a calling for Joe Lewis for that power, but also the fact that you know we as Black people during the time needed a hero. Um, so the the boxing glove says, "Save me, Joe Lewis," um, and that is a story that has been passed down. Um, through African-American um, oral traditions about a young man who was executed um, and, and in, a, in a gas chamber and his last dying words were, save me, Joe Lewis, save me. And Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. repeats those words. And so, you know, Joe Lewis, I, I think in that moment, um, Joe Lewis was seen kind of as a savior figure for this young man. Um, and so, you know, the, the piece is, is not only about the, the power of him and, like you said, him being an ancestor, um, but also just his uh, popular power within um, our culture. And so each, each, you know, each material choice that I make has a story behind it. It's not just chosen because they're, they're pretty. Um, the bullets that, that I choose are pretty. <laughs> they're copper and brass, and they they actually have been um, used. And these are rifle bullets um, that I guess they they the the person that I get them supplied from goes to gun ranges, and then he refurbishes them. So so they've been used, um, but they you know they're inert. You can't they won't explode anymore. They won't fire anymore. Um, and he meticulously polishes them. And there's there's something about that for me that I absolutely love that they they've had a life, um, and you know I'm and they're they're adding this new life to the pieces that I'm making as well. Mm-hmm. Wow, yeah, yeah, and and as I I look at the um, you know the details, I'm looking at the one now with the word inside, and and that's that's beaded. You know the the words are beaded with um, gold, um, actually, yeah, gold um, beads outlined in. Um, I mean, gold beads for the letters outlined in black, um, so you can really see it. So the inside is the words are 
written out in gold beading and then outlined each word, each letter is outlined in black. And then there's red um, blood dripping from each one of the letters. And, and it's mm-hmm. on a white background, so it's like really strong. And then and then you can see the cowrie shell sort of uh, uh, sort of almost uh, embracing this particular um, uh, word. And and then you see in the in the uh, detail that oh wow these are crystals these are you know um, clear crystals also mixed with the cowrie. So you think about sort of the energetic qualities of these this material, right? It's it's also medicine. Mm-hmm. Um, not just on mm-hmm. art, you know. Thing. So I'm like, yeah, and I'm wondering, like, you know, you got these 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 rifle bullets that are polished, can't miss them, and uh, <laughs> so the, and they and they kind of resonate with the the the, uh, the, the beads because they're the same same colors, uh, mm-hmm. you know. So you got like so it's like you know sort of the balance is there artistically, um, and then and then the white background is sort of uh, sort of complementing the the crystal, which is kind of sort of like vibing with that, it's almost like they're dancing with each other. You know the, <laughs> the negative, <laughs> positive. So I was just wondering if you could talk a little bit more. And all I want to let people know because you're like, oh, this sounds really cool. Where is it? Um, go to Patricia <laughs> uh, Sweet Toe. So P A T R I C I A, and then Sweet S W E E T, and then O W. There's only one T. And then gallery, G-A-L-L-E-R-Y dot com forward slash artist forward slash Dimitri, D-E-M-E-T-R-I hyphen Broxton, B-R-O-X-T-O-N. And you'll be able to see what we're looking at. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm glad that that you're pointing that piece out because, yeah, you know, I think there's, you know, I think... And, and looking at a lot of these pieces and looking at the history of the materials, um, you know, there's a lot of violence and there's a lot of pain um, and there's a lot of suffering. And it, again, and it's not just in the past, it, it's, you know, translates to the, the present, as we know, is why Black Lives Matter has moved to the center of our national and international conversations right now. Um, it's not something that's just in the past, um, but, you know, I think, we, when we when we examine the past, we have to also figure out how to move past it um, and not just be stuck in the pain and the trauma of it. And so, yeah, I do definitely want to bring healing. And so you are absolutely correct. So, um, you know, calorie cells by themselves are definitely not something um, that that is bloody <laughs> by themselves. They they don't they were not put on this earth um, by the creator to um, to be something used for violence. Um, however, they do have this violent past, but they also have this beautiful use, as you said, um, in divination um, and in spirituality, and they're a symbol of African American pride. Um, you know, when you when you put on a calorie shell and you're wearing it on your body, um, it also, or even in your hair, it's something that connects us to our ancestry and our and the motherland. So the crystals that are added in there, the quartz crystal points, are also another piece of of bringing about the healing um, and understanding um, that you know our, our past is not just ugly; it's also really, really beautiful, and all the amazing things that came out um, of the of the traumas. And so also the words on that piece, um, this is, I, I really started getting ex, you know, excited about um, hip hop artists 
because I'm really into hip hop and, um, you know, just certain phrases, certain bars of a song really stand out to me. And um, they also add an, an additional layer of power to the piece for me. And so the, the piece you were talking about with the white um, beads on it is got royalty inside my DNA. So it's Kendrick Lamar. Um, and, you know, there, there's just certain songs that I listen to and then a line will just repeat. And so I decided to start adding those lines to the pieces, um, you know, that, that I'm creating. And, and, and you know, I, I look at, I, I'm on this thing, you, people have to go on a journey with me where I think of, um, you know, if I, if I take this journey back in time, you know, the Oba is the supreme um, connector to the ancestor world um, for, the, for the folks back in, in Nigeria. Um, the Oba even has a veil of beads um, that shield his eyes so that the common person won't be burned by um, the spiritual power he has inside of his eyes. So, so the beads are, are the, the thing that gives that veil. Um, and um, the Oba is the closest that you can get to the ancestor world and to the gods. Um, and, you know, then I translate that to America and, and I'm, I start to think of, you know, the first figures that really emerge are boxers. So um, Jack Johnson is the first godlike um, black man, you know, in, in textbooks because he is able to take down, you know, every single great white hope. Um, so he is, he's a superhuman person. And I start to think about, like, who is the superhuman people of today? And for me, in a lot of ways, those are hip-hop artists. You know, we've got um, Jay-Z, who is a black billionaire um, and a hip-hop mogul. And, you know, a, a lot of the hip-hop artists in their lyrics, they talk about themselves being demigods in a lot of ways um, or godlike types of figures. So, so my kind of journey is, like, connecting that, that Africa um, ancestry to the present. And for me, hip-hop artists really embody that in a lot of ways in their braggadocious lyrics um, and, and the way that they're able to talk about complicated ideas um, in these beautiful poetic ways. Um, and so I'm bringing those into the artwork as well. Wow. Wow. And, and so when, I mean, is, is the work available? Um, and <laughs> Yeah, and and you told me that it's not like an exhibit exhibit. Um, it's work in progress or something. I don't know. But anyway, you've got video talking about you know the work because um I I think I noticed that um, there's some quilting happening too, right? Somewhere and then and then I wanted to mention because you didn't mention it in this particular one. Um, you know, we're looking at the closer, but you also in the material you have high John the Conqueror powder and that's like mm, that's mm-hmm. serious juju, like, whoa, really? <laughs> like, whoa. And then you've got the mirrors, you know, and you know, a lot there's a lot of stuff around mirrors, you know, like you put them on your door so that if somebody's got some bad energy it goes right back at them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. And, exactly. And then you got the frankincense and myrrh, like, whoa, we're getting biblical here, right? Um so anyway. <laughs> Yeah, th- yeah. Th- thank you, thank you for yeah, thank you for bringing that up too. So the so the gloves, you know, to give them form, they have to be stuffed. Um, and mm-hmm. so instead of just stuffing them with something boring or meaningless, I, I stuffed them um, with High John the Conqueror. Um, you know, this 
this uh, root, and, and, and sometimes it's the powder, sometimes I just use the actual root, which is really hard to come by in Oakland. <laughs> so if anybody, has a, if anybody has a plug or where I could get some more hygiene, um, I would love that. Um, but yeah, I, I, want, I want them to be, um, each item to be a spiritual object, to be a totem. Um, and so I don't completely reveal everything that they're stuffed with, um, but most, oh, most of what nice. I do is... Um, is cedar wood, um, cotton, those are kind of the main things, sometimes redwood, um, and then various herbs. Um, so kind of there's little packets inside of each of them with herbs. And, um, yeah, I do want to bring in the, the Congo. And so there is the, um, as you said, the, you know, perfectly – as you perfectly um, put and noticed, um, I am influenced by the NQC. So there is the mirror that reflects all the bad energies and um, is really um, used for all the viewers to look at themselves and to see themselves within the work and how um, they either support <laughs> what, what, what I'm trying to say or, um, or, or how they have worked for a force against um, what I'm trying to say and what I'm trying to do. Um, within this. And so, yeah, there are some pieces that, that have even more mirrors on them where people are forced to really look at themselves. Um, and I'm working on a piece right now that actually is covered in mirrors um, for that same reason. Um, and yeah, right now you cannot see any of the pieces um, except for by appointment at Patricia Suizo Gallery. So you can go on to the website and um, you can make an appointment to go into the gallery to see them. Um, and so she, uh, most of my, the works that even aren't on view at the gallery, um, she has them in the back room. And so people can go and they can make an appointment to see them. Right now, I was supposed to have uh, an exhibition at the beginning of this new year in 2021. And that's what I was working toward. Um, but now with, you know, San Francisco moving back to the purple, we're pushing that back. Um, and so right now, I'm going to start releasing works uh, once a month. Um, starting in, at the beginning of 2021 um, digitally. And so we're working on trying to figure out how, if, we, if we're going to make a digital gallery or if we're just going to do um, these videos like the one that you see with the Joe Lewis where I'm showing the piece. It's, it's, kind, of a, it's kind of a teaser, really, because <laughs> like, you don't really get to see them. And, you know, as, as you pointed out, there's all these details that I put in with the materials that don't necessarily translate in photography, like, um, you know, there, there's, a, there's a piece on her website, Hustle and Motivate, um, and you can't, like, you really have to be in the space to see how shiny the black beads are. <laughs> like, it, it just doesn't translate um, through a photographic lens. You have to, your eye has to be there um, for the light to play off of all these surfaces. Um, so, yeah, I would love for people to go see that. So these are just going to be teasers. Um, like maybe two minute long videos at the most of each piece. Um, and then whenever the, the pandemic and shelter in place and is over and we can gather, um, so maybe even 2022, um, I'll have a big show of all these new pieces. Mm, wow, wow. This is so exciting, Dimitri. Thank you so much for letting us know about this work. Oh, my goodness. And we'll have to have you on again as, as you know, the body of work you know, grows and grows and grows um, because, you know, we think about, you know, our our ancestors, you know, um, Joe Lewis and Jack Johnson 
and 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 others you know um you know the resistance that continues you know that we can pull on the energy to to help us in our in our um you know sort of dedication to resistance and to freedom right because freedom is something mm-hmm. that we can never take take uh, for granted uh as people of african descent because no one else takes it for granted because they're trying to always trying to take it away from us. Like, like leave me alone. Exactly. Like, no, no. Like, you're not supposed to be free. Like, so we gonna like keep on trying to take it, you know, and and steal things like your, you know, like your body. You, know, you can't steal our souls, but mm-hmm. dang on it, you know, we kind of need our body to move around in. And if you got our body locked up, you know, either physically exactly. or um, or spiritually, then you know we can't be the great people that we are. So, yeah, so the whole idea of this sort of looking at, you know, Joe Lewis as, uh, you know, as as an Orisha, you know, as an embodiment of, of that particular kind of energy of liberation and freedom, like, you know, he knocked down a white person. I'm like, well, that just isn't done. Exactly. <laughs> he lived. Exactly. Like, what? <laughs> you know, Jack Johnson, like, what? <laughs> like, what? Mm-hmm. And not only did it, but did it on public television. <laughs> right, 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 right. Everybody, you know, and then we wouldn't have TV, you know, they were around the radio. But it's like, what? Exactly, yeah. oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that kind of enthusiasm, it still resonates. It still resonates. It does. You're so, you're so right. Yeah, it absolutely <laughs> does. Because, I, yeah, I, I mean, I think we still need our heroes. You know, we're not, we're, we're definitely not at the place where um, we, we don't need them. You know, we need people to, to rise up. And, you know, it's interesting right now because I don't know if there are singular heroes that, heroes and sheroes that are emerging anymore. It's a, it's a larger movement of, of people at, at this point, which is exciting um, and interesting at the same time. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, yeah. Well, again, it's been really a real pleasure to have you join us, Dimitri, and uh, and and give give your website so people can um, you know be in you know be in touch. Um, if if the uh, Patricia uh, Sweeto Gallery is the best way to be in touch with you, you know that's fine. If there's another way to be in touch with you, um, let people know. And then I know um, cause we didn't mention it, but you do have your artist series on um, Moad SF um, every Wednesday. I think from twelve to one or something like that. Yes, it's, it's it's one o'clock to two o'clock every Wednesday. Um, and yeah, thank you so much for for mentioning that. Um, and so, yeah, I just get to I, I I love that I get to every Wednesday at two o'clock. Um, and folks can also or one o'clock. I'm sorry. Um, you can uh, sign up at Moad. Just go to uh, moadsf.org and sign up um, on the calendar to be able to join us via Zoom, or you can join us on Facebook. So we also do Facebook Live um, every single Wednesday, and we get to talk to artists of African descent that are all over um, the United States, but also sometimes, occasionally, we get to talk to folks that are in other countries, which is really, really exciting. Um, And so, yeah, we've been doing this since the middle of March, and we're going to continue because, you know, we've been getting so much positive feedback. So I, I, I do this series with my colleague, Elena Gross, um, who is an art historian and art critic um, who graduated from CCA. And, you know, this coming week, we're talking to the Five Fifths Collective, which is an Oakland-based uh, collective of artists, Five Fifths for Five Fifths Human. Um, you know, they're, they're playing off the Three Fifths 
um, role. And, you know, they're, they're a fascinating young group of artists. Um, I get to talk to people like Bisa Butler, and um, I'll be talking to Albert Chong really soon. And so these are really just informal conversations with these amazing artists of different generations of African descent. Mm, right. And wow. um, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I don't really have a website. I need to overhaul my website. So the best way for people to get in touch with me is through Instagram. And you can also see more of my work on Instagram um, than you can see even at Patricia's Gallery because um, I even document my process. So um, my Instagram is D Broxton Studio. So D B R O X T O N Studio. Um, and so yeah, you can. You can see <laughs> a lot more work, and then I'll I'll, I'll be um, posting the videos and updates as I get you know through making more pieces, and again do the monthly releases. Alrighty, cool, cool. Well, again, thank you so much, Dimitri. It's been real a real pleasure to speak to you about your work, and uh, yeah, we definitely have to uh, continue the conversation. And I'm going to try to totally tune in on Wednesday. You know. Please do. Yeah, I'll collect That's awesome. I'll send you the reminder of that. Yeah, they're amazing. They're amazing. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Well, thank you so much. You take good care. Thank, thank you so much, Wanda. It's always a pleasure. You are amazing. <laughs> we need you in this community. Um, blessings to you. Oh, thank you. Peace and blessings to you as well. <laughs> okay. Bye bye. Ah, Hello? good morning. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm fine. Yeah, ate into a lot of your time. My apologies. So we have on the uh, air, because um, we haven't had you on in a while. Has it? Was it May or was it April when we yeah, had to you, Baba? Say it again. Was it April or was it May when we last spoke I on, think it's on the May. air? I think, I think it was April, May, something okay. like that. Oh my right goodness! There. Yeah. Beginning wow. Of the year, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I had to come on and give us some some medicine to help people sort of adjust to this whole, you know, sheltering in place and distancing mm-hmm. and what does it mean to be in a pandemic and how do we stay healthy? Um, and you were talking about just sort of your evolution as a medicine man um, and a mm-hmm. healer. Baba Lao. So you're Baba Ope uh, Sanwo Ifa Korede Fadaira. Did I say it right? Okay, yep. and then you got some more there. So keep on going. I don't know. I don't know how to do the rest of it. Oh, Baba Ope Sanwo Ifa Korede Fadaira. So I'm a Baba Lao Alabigba. Alabigba is, is one of those things that um, people don't really know in the diaspora as much because it's a a oral tradition and there's no really books about it. Um, uh, One of the first uh, Ifa tools or divination tools. Um, I'm also a a Gungun priest. Um, I was initiated in Ileise in uh, 2009. Uh, I've been a Babala for almost, well, 13 plus years. And March of next year, it'll be 14 years. So the main mm-hmm. no, so the main thing what I I seek to do is is uh, you know when dealing with clients with herbs, whether it be herbs, whether it be ifa, 
or uh, general conversations is that, you know, making the link between um, who we are as a people and then uh, individually who you are, meaning your ori is your first or your ori meaning your inner soul, your fate, your destiny, uh, not your head, not your, your, your subconscious, but your direct connection to Olodumari and this pantheon, which is uh, Almighty God, which is a misnomer um, that any African tradition is uh, polytheistic, where it's really monotheistic. It's, it's really just talking about one God, uh, which is Olodumari, and then the Orishas and um, uh, other entities are aspects of Olodumari. Principles and codes. Um, so when we talk about ancestors, right? Ancestors are those that came before us, or those who came back behind us, um, in front of us. Um, they, we first, we can't talk about ancestors until we talk about the first two people that represent them: our mother and our father. Right? So our mother and our father is the is the core of of who we are first when we come into this world. So that's, those are the ones who guide us. That's the one who teaches us. That's the one who gives us um, guidelines. So even if we don't know them, we're still connected to them through our, our DNA, through who we are, our characteristics, our aspects. So the same way is uh, Olodumari is Almighty God in this pantheon. Um, our, uh, our mothers and fathers are almost like our, our first God <laughs> because we, we look up to them. You know, we seek their, their guidance, seek their insight. Um, and then with that, those Orishas are were living, breathing people on this earth. You know, Kabiyasi, Shango was, was uh, a king. You know, yo, he was he was a physical, living, breathing person. Um, so it was Oshun. So it was, you know, a lot of the other Orishas that we speak about. So when we talk about ancestors, we're talking about people that came before us. Um, and not only just before us, but just as we propitiate or... or, or uh, the homage to those that come before us is we are also an, uh, an ancestor at the same time. Hmm. Mhm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. So how does one how does one become um, um, how did you become a uh, a Babalao? How did you become um, initiated into this culture? How did you learn about this? Um, I know you know you're really um, you know connected to your I think it's your grandmother, and she taught you a lot about, you know, sort of the medicine and, and the earth. I um, was just wondering, though, sort of how, like, what was the attraction, and how did you come to this way of of, of, of practice and living? So my, my grandmother definitely was my first. She, you know, my parents were at work. She's the one who taught me and about herbs and, and you know, guided me in that way. Um, you know, and it's funny because uh as I start to progress and travel and things like that, I start to see a little all the things that I, I really learned from her when I was younger. Uh, as far as like herb wise, as far as like how um you know, how they say Africanisms in our, our daily life because, you know, how she would take black eyed peas at the beginning of the year and put them at the back porch and you know, do certain things. But what do we do to Egum or our ancestors? We in, in Yoruba tradition we, we make akara, we make moimoi which is black eyed peas, you know what I mean? So I uh, really understanding those things. And then so I traveled outside the country to Burkina Faso. Um, and that was like a, a big step for me 
because I, you know you get out the the loop of the United States and you know everything else is going on in here, and start to connect with uh, something that's other outside the loop of our everyday humdrum life or whatever. And then when I I was there, I was able to see a lot of the same things that I I, I encountered with my grandmother as well, as far as you know how to connect with the the earth, connecting with the earth, connecting with people that surrounded me. And then when I came back from Burkina, I ended up um, uh, connecting with uh, uh, my first Aluo, um, out of Arapola. Um And we began to, uh, you know, develop a, a connection. Um, and it was it was interesting because the Ifa, you know, like they always say, Ifa calls you, you don't necessarily call Ifa. <laughs> There's a lot of people that come to Ifa, but it's not necessarily that they say or connect to it. Because it's not necessarily just going back to your roots or going back to something that is, uh, uh, you know, um, surface. Because it's, it's 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 not an easy road to travel. It's something that you have to study, something that you have to develop, something that you have to grow. So as I, I started talking to him and developing with him, um, then I got initiated in uh, 2007. And it just, you know, one of those kind of things where you just open up your your mind. So Burkina opened up the doorway, really kind of opened up the doorway when I was performing. And then Burkina just opened up that doorway further to give me deeper insight into beyond my uh, what I knew about what Africa was. And then, you know, having just like that old saying, you know, Africa is not something that you go to, it's something that you are. Right? Because it's not something that even traveling to Nigeria, Nigeria opened up that doorway and gave me insight or gave me a foundation. But that real foundation came first from my, my family, my mother, my father, my grandmother, uh, having a good understanding of who I was, uh, why, you know, herbs were so important in our family lineage, um, what's the purpose of uh, what is an herb. Um, and that's what I've come to realize, that an herb is not just strictly something that you put into your mouth or that you put on your skin. It's uh, interactions with people. Um, it's, it's your community. It's the things that you interact with your community. Um, emotionally, mentally, physically, spiritually. Um, and, you know, I, I say financially, but meaning uh, the wealth of, of the things that you bring, your own experiences to the table. And so to answer that question directly, what brought me to E5 was, you know, destiny. <laughs> That's me, brother. Yes. That's me, brother. Because mm-hmm. it's in my family. You know, it's like when mm-hmm. when you're called to something, whether it be an artist. It's interesting hearing him talking about CCA. That's why I graduated from there too. But uh, when you're called to something, it doesn't matter. You know what you end up doing. I, you know, I was I was a postman for for a while, and I did this and I did that. Any, any job, anything that I did, it always brought me back to Ifa. It always brought me back to herbs, regardless of what I did. Because, it's, again, it's not necessarily the place that you reside that makes you this or makes you that. It's more so your destiny, the things that you're destined to accomplish in your life, things that you're connected to in your life, and why and how these the things develop. Because your place, your ancestors, your going back to your mother and father, uh, going back to their, their mothers and fathers and grandfathers and on and on, guide you to where you need to be. 
you know, it's not something that you uh, one day jump up, oh, okay, I'm going to be a bubble out today. You know, <laughs> before, before you knew, before I knew what, the bob, what a babala was or what Ifa was or what Yoruba people were, I was already on that, that path. And I think that's the important thing to really realize is that um, everybody, I don't care where you are, who you are, your path is being guided to you. You guided to your pathway. Um, mm-hmm. it's, just, it's a matter of listening, a willingness to listen. Because when you open, like when I, I was open, when I first came back from Burkina, things started mm-hmm. to flow. You know, I, I, I ended up teaching Capoeira at this, this uh, um, daycare, and it happened to be a Ifa temple. I mean, as I said, there's no such thing as mistakes. There's no such thing as luck or, or, or happenstance, you know. These things open up to you because you're open to yourself, to your own ori. Uh, ori is the most powerful orisha. Why? Because that's the that's the most that's the the direct connection to Almighty God is your ori imi. That's why they say before you connect to the fire, you connect with your ori wisdom first. Because ori holds the key to everything, everything that you are, and everything that you will be. You see? Mhm. Oh, I got you. Right. Yeah, I'm here. Um, yeah, so um this this is um December and you know, for those on on this particular calendar, um yeah. you know, the twelfth month, it's it's sort of a, a kind of a closure um to a mm-hmm. to a twelve month process, you know. Um starts in January and we're getting ready to yeah. restart it, right? Um just wondering if um you know, there's something um people should be maybe thinking about or something you might want to offer to them as as we um, sort of shift into um, another cycle, as well as, um, you know, the, um, the equinox is getting ready to come, you know, around the 20, 21st of this year. And, uh, and that's a real sort of like energy portal that um, a lot of people can make some intentions. I was wondering if you want to share anything with them since um, – you know, you you pay attention to these kind of things. <laughs> There's one if you want to share anything, and or or maybe what people should have in their house. You know, um, toward the end of the year to be able to make medicine, to be able to sort of heighten the the participation in the energies that are always. You know, there's energy always happening, but maybe we might want to focus uh, some intention around. Um, capitalizing on on this particular energy that's going to be happening, you know, around the twenty first, and you know, just you know, and also just just sort of thinking around, you know, oh my goodness, it's December, wow, where did twenty twenty go? Right. right? <laughs> exactly. So twenty twenty definitely was a long year, right? But it was a good year too, you know. With all the other stuff, I think it's more, really important to realize. Um. That though there was a lot of challenges in 2020, there's challenges in every year. But the, mm-hmm. the the point is is that we had more time to reflect than any other time, any other year, right? Because we had more time. We were, we were sheltered in place. We had we had to sit and, and reflect and develop and reorganize. If you had a business, you had to re, reorganize that business to fit either the internet or other sources. Uh, you had time to think about what it is that you you sought to do in your life. Because the the things that you thought that you had in your hand, 
were taken away, right? So mm-hmm. I think in a, in a greater sense, um, just like externally we're, we're going through these transitions and, and, and physically transitioning from one state to another, meaning one, one time to another time to another place, our, our minds, our bodies, our spirits are really looking at how do we, in this time of winter, we go internal, right? We start to mm-hmm. look at how our body functions. Our, our physical uh, digestive system slows down, right? Our, our uh, focus uh, goes inward because it's colder. You know, you can't be out and about like that, especially now. You know, you can't just go to a club or to, to a, a bar or to a, you know, whatever it is that people go through and to, right? You can't mm-hmm. just be out and about all the people are. You can't just randomly be out past a certain time even, right? Um, so the real definition of this, this transition is really looking at how can I um, ground myself? How do I – so I know for me, I always – this time of year, I always have a big pot of uh, stew or bone broth stew, right? So if you're vegan, some kind of something that, that is like a good bitter stew. But I do lamb, lamb bones. Um, but if you're you're vegan or, or vegetarian, another way to do it is to have like you know good bitters like burdock, dandelion, um, purslane, um, good herbs that are are like stimulating the digestion, stimulating the uh, not only digestion but the the transition of your body into a new era, right? Because your mind and your body are synonymous. But then your ori, going back to ori, your ori is the the core of who you are. So if you don't sit down and really refocus or, or rethink how you uh, engage with the, uh, or let's say put like this, how you engage or how you rethink the things that you do on a daily level, meaning what am I doing now as opposed to at the beginning of this year, things look optimistic, but then they start to crumble down. So what am I going to do different for the next year? Right? That's the, always in that point of reflection. But what am I doing internally? Because I cannot easily point the finger, Wanda, Sabir, you need to do da 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 da. But it's it's harder to go, okay, what am I doing in my daily life to a ground myself to um, eating wise? How am I eating during the season? The the types of food that I'm eating, the times of days that I'm eating those foods. Uh, how am I interacting with my family? that I'm more around now than I've ever been before because they're home, children are home, uh, got to work from home, got to deal from that, that, that perspective of being around things that we aren't necessarily around any other time. We're at work eight hours a day, eight plus hours a day. We're going out to do X, Y, and Z to um, to drain or, or, or to suppress all the, the stress that we have from the day of work. But now that we have to be here in a home, now that we have to think about not just the transitioning of the year, but the transitioning of our own family. How am I going to take care of my family in this new year? How how am I going to take care of uh, my own mental state? You know, um, how am I going to balance out things? And the first and foremost thing to do is to sit down and really regroup. Um, It's to, to look at, you know, Okay, so if I'm providing, if I'm eating certain foods in a time where things go dormant, then how, how am I going to invigorate my body so that it, it's not uh, sluggish, 
so it doesn't um, uh, my my stomach or my my emotions because your, your emotions come from your stomach, right? From your mm-hmm. from your liver. So how am I going to uh, balance those emotions in my in myself by taking the time to eat the food, the bitters, the sours? Because bitters and sours are very important around this time of the year because they stimulate the bile. They help to break down the fats and proteins that our our body's starting to slow down and can't really digest it as much. Right. So staying away from a lot of uh, mucus-forming foods, staying away from a lot of these things. That's why I say I talk about um, stews, you know, connecting with good stews, stews that are are healing to not only – our physical body, but also our spirit, because we're able to engage with people easier. If we're having a good bowel movement, I know it sounds nasty, but having a good bowel movement it stimulates a good conversation with another person because I'm I'm not so clogged up, you know. And with it, one of those things, this is this is this isn't the time to to fast. This isn't the time to purge, because when you do those things, your body is dormant. So if you try to purge at this point, then your body automatically it's going to shut down because it's like, look, we, we, we're dormant right now. You're trying to push out things, and we're not able to, to quickly uh, re-up on all the nutrients and things that we had before because we're, we're not burning it off. We have all the stuff we got to get rid of from the summertime, you know, from the fall, um, gearing toward uh, this, this thing. As soon as the winter solstice comes, boom, right around the corner, we're getting right into spring. You know, we're getting right back into the, the routine again, but – Right now is the core to, to start um, building on and developing um, a plan of what you seek to accomplish right, for the new year. Not just accomplish it, but what's the plan? It's easy to say, I want to do this. This is my New Year's resolution. This is how I want to live. This is how I want to do my thing. But if you can't you know, look at yourself throughout the year, this whole year has been habit for a lot of people. But at the same time, it's been able to open you up to uh, a better perspective of thinking of family, of of how you function. Why do you function in a certain kind of way? What are the foods and the actions that I'm taking to balance myself and others around me? You know, I think it's really important in that way. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, cool. Super. Well, um we are over a little bit, but we started late, too. Um, my other guests are in the studio. So um, do you have, like, a couple of closing words? And then also I want you to let people know how they can be in touch with you because, um, you know, you have a, you have a line of, of products that, that you um, you prepare for people who are, are looking, you know, to um, uh, you know to protect themselves, to develop their immune mm-hmm. system. Uh, to enhance their health. So how can people be in touch with you for consultations and things like that? Uh, my direct line is uh, 510-239-8794. Um, and then also on Facebook uh, at Baba Lao, um, excuse Baba Oposhanwo Ifakurude, Ala Digba Baba Lao. So Ala Digba is A-L-A-G-B-I-G-B-A. And so Again, a big bite is a, a form of, of divination. Uh, my little uh, chief Ashui Bode um, taught me uh, is is a form of divination that opens up doorways for people um, 
not only uh, emotionally and spiritually, but also physically, helping you to, uh, when you're in, in a tough situation or you, you seek to uh, gain a better understanding of your purpose in life, the things you need to accomplish, uh, product-wise, uh, all those things are inter- inter- interacted with mental, emotional, and spiritual. Herb-wise, health-wise, all those things are inter- interlinked, and that's what Abiba really opens up the doorway to. A direct, clear understanding of what is what is it that you stand purpose wise, physically, and uh, also uh, emotionally. Cool, super, yeah. Wow. Well, thank you, thank you so much um, for joining us today. And um, yeah, if we don't have you on again this year, um, we'll definitely have you on in January. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, talk about sort of any readings or predictions or things like that. I think the new year starts in um in Nigeria, I think in June. Yeah, yeah. So, um I don't I don't know what the prediction was for this year. What what was it? Uh well, it's it's a little different for um for a lot of people, but it's a, you know so that so I would, this year in, in itself was was, <laughs> was a trip, but it was. It's, I know the reading that I got at the beginning of this year was rooted in uh, balance. You know, really staying focused, um, enduring. <laughs> That's what he kept talking about. It was like to endure. He's like, don't don't uh, overextend yourself, because and it, it it came out exactly that. You know, if you over if you didn't save, if you didn't plan, if you didn't do things in a certain kind of way. You were jacked up, you know, and mm-hmm. that's exactly what this um, any divination is meant to do. It's meant to give you insight into not only uh, the physical things of your everyday life, but also uh, aiding you um, to make the right decisions coming forward. Because things are going to happen consistently, but how do you uh, address and how do you ground yourself within those things? How do you focus in, on the main goal that you seek to accomplish? You know, that's really what it was for me in, in any divination especially at the beginning of this year, we're talking about how um, to endure, you know, uh, to, to endure, to make sure that you had um, stay focused, you know, almost in the, in the same way that when you look at a landfill, a landfill, people, you know, uh, throw garbage and they spit and they throw, you know, all the all the trash, everything that they, they thrown away, right? But that landfill, just like the marina in San Francisco, right? <laughs> It, it builds up over time to a very prosperous, fertile ground, right? And so that's that's really what we need to start to focus on. All these things that we dealt with throughout this year is to start to really focus in, if we haven't already, on how to develop. How how do we develop past this? How do we develop in ourselves? How do we develop our family? How do we really root ourselves in our um, understanding of what we seek to accomplish? Because the, the surface things are, are easy to, to grasp onto, and they're temporary. But the, the mm-hmm. things that are most important are the things that are, are rooted in family, rooted in legacy, rooted in things we seek to accomplish, not only for us, but those that come generations past us. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So anyway, um, don't go anywhere, uh, Val and Azikuru. Um Coming right with you, coming right at you shortly. Well, thank you again so much. Thank you. <laughs> okay, Sanwo, it's been really, really uh, great speaking to you. Um, yeah, thank you so much. It's been, yeah, it was really rich. Really appreciate it. 
All right. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right, Sherry. You take good care. Bye-bye. Peace and blessings. Ah, good morning, Val. How are you? Oh, you're kind of echoing. Um, oh, he's with you? Oh, okay. okay. Good morning. Yeah. Good morning. Wow, I didn't know you two were together. Cool. Super, super. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. Fine, thank you. It's been a minute since we've spoken. Congratulations on Rhythm Doctors. Uh, okay. It's been a long thank time you. you've been working on this. Like, oh, my goodness. Yeah, yes. Really, really beautiful. We've been, like, calling ancestors' names uh, for the whole show, and it's like this particular document uh, has... Uh, you know, how long how long were you all working on this before um now? Again, I, I couldn't hear you. Yeah, is that better? Yeah, that's a lot better. Uh, what did you, uh, you said something, but I didn't hear you. I think it was with regard to the question about um, how long you have been working on this this project, this particular document, this particular CD. Yeah. Is that um, better? Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, yeah, this is this is long distance. 1998. 1998. Yeah, there's some scratching. Um, do you have me? Do you have like um, is something scratching um, when I when you say something? Is it on the YouTube or, or something? I have a phone on. Hmm. <laughs> just keep on talking. I just want to make sure that our audience can hear you. Sometimes I get feedback from from listeners like, oh man, it was so low. I couldn't hear. So I just want to make sure that. I noticed here we have the, the feedback. I don't know why that is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's better. I, there's no feedback. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So let me let me read your bios, um, uh, and and then and then we could talk about you know this this wonderful um, album and and the featured artists. Um, let's see. I found I found this bio for you, uh, Val, and uh, I'll read it second, and then and then I have the one you sent me. Um, but I'm going to start with um, uh, uh, Sikaru um, Adepoju. Uh, yeah, I think the last time I saw you, uh, Sikaru, I don't think it was at Babatunde Olatunji's home going, but that that's sort of like sitting with me because that was it was so beautiful. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah think, gathering. It was I think like the 2009. That thing or something that I kind of something but I remember. Mhm. Yeah, it's been a minute. You you still look the same though. Uh, and happy birthday! You had a birthday last month, right? 
Oh, I've got to enrich my body every day. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Yeah, because I, I saw one place that said you had a birthday in November, but your birthday was in May. Okay. Yeah, well, that's good. That's what Celebrate I'm saying. Your, so every your day. Your life every day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. And you're a master mm-hmm. of the talking drum and many other Yoruba percussion instruments. You were born in uh, Eruwa, Nigeria. Where Where is that? I don't know that particular uh, uh Eruwa is part of the Nigerian Oyo State. So oh, I'm in really? between Ibadan and Abelkuta. Oh, I we passed yeah. we passed your city on our way um there. Yeah, yeah. Because oh. I was in I will say state, um was that last year? No, year before last, yeah. Oh nice. Oh. And um and you, you hail from the traditional lineage of Yoruba talking drummers culturally referred to as Ayan, which means one who has yes. descended from drummers lineage. Oh, wow, so you're like, wow. And began playing under the tutelage of your father, Chief Ayanleke Adepoju, at the age of six. So you're a prodigy. (laughs) Along with your brothers, you have two brothers, uh, you accompanied your family's talking drum ensemble for several years. And and what are your two brothers' names? I I don't want to, I wanted you to say them. My brother's name? Yeah, it says right here. I'm reading your bio. And I just don't know. Oh, my Samino, I do for you. Okay. Yeah. I have more. I have like dozen. So. Oh, you, you have literally have 12 brothers? Like for real? I have more brothers. You don't know how many. How many? I more? lost, I lost <laughs> count. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of brothers if you lost count. That's a lot of brothers. Oh, you have yeah. sisters too? Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do in in your tradition, um, do women are women percussionists as well, or or not? Oh yes, yeah. The women play drum, they play talking drum, but you know when they're getting married, going mm-hmm. on their own way with their husband, so mm-hmm. they don't do it as a professional. But it, now it's coming back. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot of it's a lot of women playing professional now talking drum. I was oh. I was impressed. Ah, yeah. nice, nice. Yeah. Any particular ones you you want to name um, that we might know or we could follow? I don't. That's good. I don't know any name particularly. I think that Anya, Anya One is Anya Bruni. Anya Bruni. Bruni means the woman. Bruni. Anya Bruni. So I think I remember that one. But the rest, I don't know if you see the little one, like four, five, ten years old. I was very impressed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice, so that's nice. a good thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And and you um, later, um, you uh, went on tour and you re- recorded um, several albums with the renowned Nigerian juju artist Achieve Ebenezer Obey and his uh, inter-reformers band, and you won professional acclaim and appreciation in your homeland as a leading force on the talking drum on stage and in the studio. You were later tour the United States with legendary Afrobeat master O.J. Ekemode in the Nigerian All-Stars. After moving to the San Francisco Bay Area in 1985, 
Um, you joined the influential and pioneering Nigerian percussionist Babatunde Olatunje, uh, to his memory, and his drums of passion. And this marked the lengthy period of high productivity from yourself, uh, Sikiru, uh, which saw you recording and performing throughout the world until a year before uh, Baba um, Olatunje's death in 2003. During this period, you were introduced to the Grateful Dead drummer, Mickey Hart, who has called you, Sikiru, the Mozart of the talking drum, <laughs> and employed you <laughs> on many of his personal projects, including the Grammy Award-winning albums Planet Drum in 1991 and Global Drum Project in 2008. I remember that one. And you are currently performing with the Mickey Hart Band in support of the album Mysterium uh, Tremendum, which features your vocals on the track Who Stole the Show. What a nice title. (laughs) You're also the leader Mm -hmm. in your own group, Africa Heartbeat, with whose 2003 recording debut uh, is it uh, Injile uh, Ilu? Yes, Injile Ilu. Captured the attention of world music listeners and DJs with the group's ability to draw from the hypnotic rhythms originating in the juju and high life music of the Yoruba region of Nigeria. Currently, you are producing an upcoming the upcoming recording of the African Showboys and continuing work on the Heartbeat Africa and Limbo Rhythm projects. Uh, You have shared the stage or recorded with many of music's finest, including the Grateful Dead, Stevie Wonder, Jerry Garcia, Carlos Santana, Ornette Coleman, uh, uh, Ayurtu, Ayurtu, yeah, how do you pronounce his last name? I don't know how to do it. Ayetu Moraya. Thank you. <laughs> He's fabulous. Uh, Zakir Hussein, Farrell Saunders, Dave Schools, George Porter Jr., and many more. Uh, it's your versatility, skill, good humor, and willingness to push the limits of your drumming and your music, which has gained uh, you acceptance and respect among your peers and music listeners of all tastes. And I, I'm reading from... Um, uh, from Sikiru's um, website, sikiru.com, S I K I R U.com, about. So you can go read it yourself and click on the links <laughs> and look at the long discography. And um, and then Val, you sent me um, a really nice uh, bio, uh, and I'm going to see if I can, it's so tiny, see if I can read it from my phone. Um, Let's see, and you can add to it. Um, but I found something that was really nice um, that I'm going to read first, just because I had never seen this one before. Uh, Douglas Valserant is a very active steel pan, steel drum, and traditional African drummer, Jimbe and Ashiko, from the Republic of Trinidad and Tobago. A great friend of the late Nigerian percussionist Babatunle Olatunji and culture worker Constance Williams. Surratt believes in being a positive force for change in the community. Surratt frequently performs and teaches about Caribbean music in the schools um, as well as um, in California state prisons. And um, and along with uh, Giovanni Hidalgo, you are also a member of the Africa Heartbeat, founded by uh, our other guest, Asikaru uh, Adepuju, um, and you are lead drummer for Sisters with Style, 
a California-based dance company. And you're also, um, and I don't know if this is too, still true, um, at this particular time when this bio was written, which was 11 years ago, uh, he was the external relations officer for the Pari Pan School in, how do you pronounce that city, uh, Val? Can't hear you. What did you say? Takarigura. Oh, thank you, Takarigura. Trinidad. And you have recorded with many prominent musicians, uh, including I go to um, Moregra <laughs> on Life After That, Africa Heartbeat, um, on uh, Ajinle uh, Ilu, which we already mentioned, Avaja Modapue on Live at Yoshi's, and Lindsay Schultz on Live at the Velo Station. And so this is a really old one. And, um, and then what we have here is that Val is, I think you're on faculty, um, at UC Berkeley, uh, this, yeah, um, you are adjunct professor at UC Berkeley music department, um, and uh, and you um, you've been playing uh, music since childhood, and you're current board member of TNT Cultural Association of California, a founding member of Rhythm Time, um, and you are. Um, Oh yeah, you still are um uh the uh external relations officer and you've traveled and performed, you write extensively in Nigeria, Ghana, Senegal, Gambia, Australia and with the nineteen eighty eight World Expo, um Borneo, Malaysia, Singapore um, England, Finland, Holland, Belgium. Wow, you've been a lot of places, Sal. Luxembourg, USA, of course. Alaska, Venezuela, Canada, uh, TNT, Curacao, uh, uh, Aruba, Jamaica, Barbados, Grenada, Puerto Rico, Bahamas, and you even passed through Iceland and Hawaii. <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> that's really great, Val. <laughs> so to both of you all, thank you, and and I want to turn it over to you all to talk about Rhythm Doctors. So, Sikaru, uh, do you wanna wanna you know sort of lay the lay the ground for this, and and you could talk also about your friend Val and how you came to to know each other, and then Val, you can continue the conversation. You all can just take it away. Yeah, thank you for the opportunity to do this with you this morning. Val is okay. my real brother from another mother. So Val take me since way back eighty six, as soon as I came to the country. So he just came to me from nowhere and say, Yo, you know, I want to do something with you, I want to get um, things going on, and oh, I said, okay, let's see what happens. So, and it's more interest in your than I am. I said, wow. So it really keep me in my toes because it's everything well fine. You want to come to me? So what is the meaning of this? What is the meaning of this? And I see, so it have more interest. 
and he show more interest in my drum then so so he started taking me in the line, getting the show and just me and him was playing around and I said, Wow, so this is really good. So that's how we started and we become family involved. So we went to me to Nigeria a couple of times. We went to Ghana and so with my daddy, so when we see both of them together, so they just forget about me and just take off and go on their own way and have, having fun. So it's really a blessing to meet Brother Valve. So that's how we came together to put this show, this record on, because we've been doing our own show just to our two by ourselves. And we said, okay, we can expand this and let's put more, couple of more people. And so we can do some some things. So that's that's how we come to, to, to come up with this recording. And welcome, work with me, with Baba Latunji. Uh, we do the workshop to Canada, to SLN, to New York, Upstate, Omega Institute. And so... That's where we get the idea from, following Baba around and learning and working with him. So, um, there we come. So, okay, let's have something. Let's have the string in a, in our recording instead of the, because you remember Jilelu, we don't have any string on it. So, it's just a percussion and sing. But when we release that album, so we have a little bit of, throwing people some, also, okay, we really like this, but, you know, people want something with the string, so we can book you here to have this yours. Okay. So we'll so we be right back. So then we'll start the Rhythm Doctors in 1998, and I told Baba, I want to record that, yeah, yeah. So anyway, we put the music together already, and I just bring Baba to the studio. Say, I want to play something for you. And I play him, I just, yeah. They say, wow. So I sing on it. So say, who did it? I say, yeah, I did it. With Val, so I want you to sing it on this. Say, wow, this is going to be really good. It's going to have more here play than the one we did with the, just a question with Mickey. With Mickey. That's so good. So this is for you. So that's how I just sitting down and do this, I just, yeah, one take. No overdub. So, uh, Sakia come on board and Giovanni come on board and that's how we come with the, come out with the great recording. And a lot of people come out to help on this and their school, yeah, from Brad Dog, Jinle, uh, Rashida. So, so many people, some from Egypt, so more popular in the jazz, Joe Smith. So we really put a lot of good people together, good energy. So, and that's how we come out with the Rhythm Doctors. <laughs> yeah. So, Val? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, tell us about about you know your friend uh, Sikuru yeah. and and this this uh, and Rhythm Doctors and this particular um, this new release. Yeah, 
thank you. Well, as the crew said, you know, we, we, we one family, one big family. And, you know, um, there was a big one. Then, from that, uh, in particular, they held on to a lot of the Yoruba tradition and an African tradition, uh, actually. There are places of things from Senegal and other places. But the Yoruba and the Arada tradition, we had a number of uh, places in my village where practices were kept, not only with traditional drumming and singing and dance and so on, but also with instrumentation. So I'm very thankful for that. As you know, the steel part of steel was invented in the Nevada and Canada, and that involved some behavior of much of it. Excuse me, Val. Val, can you can you? I don't know how. It's kind of hard to hear you. Can you come a little closer to the speaker or something? It's hard. It's hard to hear you. I'm I'm kind of straining. Hmm. Um. Is this better? Oh, that's better. Yeah. That's a lot better. All right. So what happened is that I had you. I had on. I thought that. Anyway, you want me to go over some of that? <laughs> no, I, I, no, I, I stopped you because it got, it got even lower. I'm, I mean, like, I have, okay, I'm, I'm listening right. carefully. All right, good thing. So anyway, well, I'm gonna say we, we retained a lot into the Davidson Eagle, and. Uh, I work with a here to the and I and I believe that you are there and there and then the institution, which was in San Francisco, that was in So, Richmond Tizi also, and deep into traditional uh, American culture. Uh, we did a lot of things together. We did a lot of professors at San Francisco University. And the uh, group of Jumbay, a swan and dog, a data festival in Nigeria and so on. So the connection has always been there, thankfully, with um, our ancestral tradition. So when Pikiru came forward um, as a member of the, the Nigerian All-Stars and we got together and I tell him, the first night when I heard the group play downtown uh, Oakland and with his drum, the mix of his drum, you know, the power of it was, it was really fantastic because you, you didn't hear anything like that before, you know, it was fantastic. So he really has done a lot with um, the two drums that Mr. Bell you know, from Nigeria. And um, I opened the panel that brings you to it's interesting how it works. Because many years ago,
many as a joke. And my father took me to his field. Uh, so I explained how the, um, the regular concept evolved from this traditional drumming and percussion and so on. And then later, or years later, we came here and we got together because I was on the then one of our good friends, Tabby, he brought it to the Bible, so I didn't know that he had a real traditional drama, so I did this walking drama, and I did it to the Bible. So again, it's so I'm very, not only just interested, but I want to show you how things are not going to themselves. Even with Giovanni Hidalgo, who we got as the number one on the planet with congas um, and so on. Years ago in Holland, I first saw him playing with Miriam Mashiva at Dizzy Galactus. And he was talking to and we got together, you know? So mm-hmm. it, it, that's what it's been going on the map, but uh, brought us together. So the energy was a thing that was just given up there now to compare with his attitude. If you look at the dance class, you know. But we have a very peaceful, because we have the brother, Ian Inks, Man from Southern Africa. I first saw him playing with Ancestral Kila. Next thing I know, he's up there with Kiro, and he's here with us playing on the album. You know? So, other people are there, like um, another one of our brothers, Japanese brother, is Peter Fuji. He too. Uh, but yeah, and he has been with Anihastraf and, and many other people, like from the Congo and so on. But, um, and then, you know, he got together with the on us, and he's been one of the main people that has created us with the hands. And again, Patikiro mentioned a number of the other people that he brought in that has been really created in music. So that's how we put it. We have our sister Lindsay who has a young person in New Hampshire. Oh, kind of, kind of lost a little bit of the last part because there was um, some kind of scratchy sound. Yes, it's really hard to hear you, Val. Goodness gracious. Um, yeah, uh, Sikaru, do you want to um, uh, sort of highlight some of the things that Val just said, just to make sure our audience, because it was, I mean, what I understood, Val, it was really great the way you were talking about, you know, each one of the members of, of Rhythm Doctors and how how you all sort of came to, how you came to see them for the first time and how they came to join the uh, the ensemble. Um, but Sikaru, um, can, you, can you give us a sort of reiterate some of the highlights of, of what Val just said? Uh, 
Just make yeah, sure that it's, yeah, yeah, Val took me back. Well, I don't remember also some of this. So he the one <laughs> that definitely put all this show together because of interest and honest. Mm-hmm. So, and Val, you know, he's, he's hoping his hand. So he's always telling me, oh, my mother, dad, my grandmother tells me, say, well, if you open your hand, you can receive. And you, if you fold your hand, Nothing coming in there and nothing go out. So that is how bad it is. So he's really put all this because now is when he start talking. So remember me a lot of a lot of things I don't remember. So like Peter Fuji is talking about the Peter Fuji being working with the Johnny Astrop and Sambango and OJ came a day before I came to the state. So Lindsay, you mentioned Lindsay. Lindsay is my adopted daughter. So I met Lindsay at the Omega Institute in New York when her mother came to take the workshop with Baba. And Lindsay started following me and around and, oh, can you show me this? And her mother came to me and said, oh, that is my, my daughter. I said, okay, she's in a good hand. And since then, Lindsay been my daughter. So she brought me and Val to our school in Boston so to perform in the college. She was in the college that time, so brought us to New Hampshire, which is in the high school. So, we, so this is the family thing. And the, the day Africa, Val came to me and want to know the meaning of the day African I said, get up. The day means get up. So that's how I'll come and put this in the song. And then later on it's telling me so oh yeah Yelana was singing that song in the flashing to the show or something. Way back in '83 or '84, before I came to the state, so that's how Val put that the day Africa to the song. So wake up and let's look at the sun. The same thing with the Lana Dewa. So he just came to us, okay, Lana Dewa, what is Lana Dewa? I said, so clear the way. So that's how he put that in the song. That's how the song come together. Lana the way just start singing Lana the way clear the way then. So uh it's a really amazing interesting journey as the world mentioned it to you. So we are really we just really having fun playing together and enjoying ourselves. So it's not something we sitting down and no any of us going to the music school, writing music. So we just get together. And whatever the we go with the flow, whatever the spirit and the energy gives to us, and that's what we deliver at the moment. So mm-hmm. that's how all this came together. I remember when he well have his daughter in in eighty six, the same thing he came. So oh, I'm expecting my wife's expecting daughter. I want to give. I want to name her Ashe. Say what do you mean? I say yeah. I want to name her Asher. What does Asher mean? I say Asher means Amen. So be. 
So that is how was name my daughter. I see, I just remember that now. So, <laughs> so it's very, it's very tra- interesting. So the brother from South Africa was mentioned the drama. So he mm-hmm. worked with me at the Mickey. So we I just went to the rehearsal. We were getting ready to go on the road. And I was playing rough mix of this project in my car, just sitting down. Then he came, he listened. He said, what are you listening to? I said, I'm just listening to this. Then, so he listened to it. He said, oh, what is this? I said, something I was working on. So, well, can I play on it? So by that time, we have drum machine on I said, well, if you want, he said, yeah, I want to play on this. Okay. Then I gave this, I gave him the music. Then he just came to the studio. He said, I want to be part of it. So that is how everything came together. So it's very interesting. It's a blessing journey. So like uh, Val mentioned, we work with a lot of people here, with Brother CK, Everybody to money, uh, what it is, uh, uh, Takuma, uh, mm-hmm. Moshe, uh, um, Malonga, Africa. So uh, we are we are really blessing. I'm really blessing to land in the Oakland. So I didn't miss home. I didn't miss anything. So it's like I'm back home when I see mm-hmm. Val and all these people around me. So yeah, yeah. Um, wow, yeah, how wonderful! Yeah, we have to mention Femi Ojetunde. Oh, Femi Ojetunde, yeah, Nigeria. Everyone on the uh, 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 one of the people playing keyboard. Okay. You hear him on uh, on uh, Agatha. So he just played that one. He's the one that comes on before Baba will let him Yeah, Femi produced a couple of albums for Tupac. Oh. Yes. So, mm-hmm. and then he did one after the Tupac passed away, the grow, the rose growth in the concrete. So Baba Latungi Baba was reading the poem. The uh, two-part poem he wrote in his diary. So Femi is working with a lot of hip-hop, Kumilajivas, um, mm-hmm. uh, Quincy, Quincy Jones. <laughs> yeah, so we have a, a nice, a nice uh, <laughs> So we have nice package. Uh, nice people. Yeah, you do. <laughs> uh, so we're just waiting. We're ready to, for the opportunity. But I'm, I'm very sure we can deliver. If anybody give us a chance, so just mm-hmm. give us a test. I think we can make it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was just thinking about your um, when you were mentioning uh, uh, Lana Diwa, uh, Clear the Way, you know, um, you mentioned in the liner notes that um, you're taking up the theme of Marcus Garvey in this particular track. Only this time yes. you call on the spirits of our ancestors to clear the way for us in times of difficulty yes. or crisis. 
And you're right, uh, relying on spiritual help, we can triumph over all obstacles and go on to succeed in all our enterprises. Surely each of us has an ancestor that she or he can call upon in times of crisis, and the ancestor waiting to receive our call for help. And I was just thinking how, you know, Rhythm Doctors, OPE, Gratitude, this particular, um, you know, um, work that you all have just released is um, is so perfect, you know, um, for for 2020 because you give us, you know, all these great um, this great music, but also things to think about, you know, as as you know, we sort of reflect on, you know, this pandemic and sheltering in place <laughs> um, mm-hmm. and the distancing yeah. and people dying. Like, you know, there's been a lot of loss. Um, a lot of ancestors yeah. ancestors joined the realm this year. And other people are sick, and hopefully they will they will get better. But yeah, it's a, mm-hmm. a time of grief, you know. And in this particular work, you know, it, it lifts your spirit, but also helps you sort of reflect on on life, and and the beauty of life, and the gift of life, and and the beauty of the people that are no longer with us, you know, and what they left with us. So so anyway, I wanted to um, ask you if maybe you both could talk about um, these particular selections because. I'm sure you have a whole lot more more work that you could have, um, you know, put in this first edition. But maybe you might have, you know, you have Ope, and then maybe you might have another one sort of in the hopper that you're going to be releasing after, you know, this one maybe later on in the coming year. So if you could talk about, you know, these particular selections, and then and then we can close with um, with with a song. Yeah. The you're talking about the Lana, the world is really perfect. And so God, it's only God knows what the time. So you know how many years we've been planning to release this record and it's not happened. So why mm. is it happened this year? Because right. it's, 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 yeah, God controls everything. So it's time. So even have the same thing with the, the day Africa. So we, that song is calling our people to get up. Yeah, wake up. Do something. It's your time. Now wake up. So if you think about, yeah, look everywhere now. Everywhere just opposite down, fighting, killing each other. Talking right now, Nigeria is in big mess. It's a big mess. Just killing each other for nothing. So we have more than what we can use. But it's still going on fighting over the land and the, so it's a lot of space in this war in the same thing Nigeria there. But the only place is people really want to get into the where people's already established, living their life and going with their own business. That's what you want. The empty land there. So you don't want that. So all those songs we select we just perfect for the this time. So at the same time, why are we releasing the record, the CD, during this time, the section? So who's going to buy it? That's no matter. So we don't thinking about that. We're thinking about something to leave people's energy up, include us. Because as, as bad as everything going on, Every time we take that music, we put it on, we forget the sorrow. 
and that's the same thing we think. Okay, we decide to put it on. Because some people say, oh, why you release this? So there's no, there's no show. There's nobody buy anything. Forget about anybody buy anything right now. A few people can get their hand into this, have opportunity to listen to it. It's a healing. So we need healing at this moment for everybody, for me, and all of us. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. that's, that's, that's about my leader. They say it's so much pain. Oh, you're breaking up, Val. Say it again. I say there's so much pain. Hmm. No, I still can't hear you real well. I, I heard you say Bob Marley said, but then I couldn't hear the rest no, of it. I don't know why you don't. Oh, now let I can me, hear you. Let me use real slow. Okay. Yeah. Better? Oh, yeah. Heck yeah. a lot better. All right. <laughs> All right. So I have to get rid of my phone. <laughs> yeah, okay. you do. No, I, I was saying, <laughs> as Bob Marley said, you know, there, there are so much things to say right now, you know. And mm-hmm. uh, we would say the creator's time is always the best, you know. So sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, you're on a project and you want to think, well, it's about time that, you know, it be done. Mm-hmm. But here it is. As I say, since 1998, we've been working on some of these things. And right yeah. now, for the so-called 2020, it's opportune. And as regards the, the songs, even with the the order that they put in, it's also mm-hmm. like storytelling, you know, where you start mm-hmm. off like with a judge, the one, you know, spirit that rules the universe, you know, mm-hmm. and then we go in somewhere, <laughs> you know, and then right. we go into D.D. Africa. <laughs> so we go, mm-hmm. we go in somewhere, and where that somewhere? To wake up mm-hmm. Africa, you know, D.D. Africa, right. you know, mm-hmm. and then after yeah. is, is awake is the sunrise, you know, that, that mm-hmm. follows. And, you know, on that journey, I'll take you there, you know, <laughs> which you want to take you there. So it's all a story, you know, and even coming into, like, the um, country roads and so on, which we did uh, also. Do we, we put in two of those songs, I'll take you there, and country roads as iconic, because um, John Denver, he also even did a song in which he paid homage to Babo Latunji, you know. So... Mm. With all of these things, you know, for the country roads and everywhere, and the way that Rashida, um, planning, um, uh, the way she did it too, even in part of that song, when you hear a certain part of it, her phrasing is just, you know, so phenomenal. Uh, and, the, and the arrangement of the song with the traditional drumming, you know, it, it, it puts that root energy to it, you know? So... Mm-hmm. Uh, so as I say, so it's a whole story, and then at the end, you know, as uh, Lano Deva cleared away, because I grew up with um, internet when we um, did that. And, hey, Orisha, we say Lassan Deva, you know, but um, yeah. then with Sikiru, when we were talking, we put the Lano Deva, which went to clear the way or open the way for us. Mm-hmm. So it's for all of us, right. and especially at this time, and now to. Again, we have to return to our traditional ways, as Sikiru would always talk that. Return to our verbal traditions and so on. 
because mm-hmm. now with this so-called warp speed business, they're talking about vaccines. There's a lot of warp minds, you know, that just on the money factor. And it's sad um, that they want to be using these things on African people, you know, to be experimenting with a lot of it. So now you, you notice a lot of them are mystified that how is it that millions of African people are not just dying and falling on the street as, you know, this Bill Gates, so I've said that it would happen. So the thing is that our people have to return to our traditional ways and do not just get into this hype about a so-called vaccine, especially with this thing that they're saying is mutating. So even if mm-hmm. you come up with a vaccine for it at this stage, when it changes, you would have to change the formula, just as it's done with the so-called regular flu, flu you know, flu vaccine. Mm-hmm. So it's really sad that to have our people always be tested, you know, with with all these experimental things. And uh, people really need to Google uh, the the presidential apology for the Tuskegee so-called study, the experiment that was done on our people. If they look at that, they would see that that experimentation that was done on our people there it um, was conducted by the United States Public Health Service with the CDC Centers for Disease Control. So this mm-hmm. thing that was carried on for over like 30 years and so on. So there, we have to be very watchful, you know, that our people don't just fall prey to a lot of these experimental things going on and um, return to our traditional ways. Uh, get to our bubble hours and so on. I didn't get to hear the full interview you had before, but we really have to to get to our traditional ways in order to solve a lot of the problems. And the music, again, Bob Marley and in the song, music, music, you're music, you're the key, <laughs> you know. So that's the key, you know, to 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 a lot of uh, solving a lot of things on the planet. And as you mentioned before, I do teach in the in the prisons, uh, and right now it has been on the lockdown with with this thing that's going on, so we haven't been able to go in there um, since March. But actually, there have been some alternative programming, so I was able, for example, to get some videos into to the the um, brothers in there. That's at the Vacaville prison, and now with the album out. I will also be um, giving copies to to our students in there, you know. So, mm-hmm. so it's all in time, timely. And you know, Wanda, yeah. we really have to thank you for staying, you know, staying, you know, um, connected and and doing what you do. You know, it, it's very important. So we very much appreciate you giving the opportunity to to yeah. get this energy out there. Mm-hmm. Wow, Val, Thank we can you. hear you so well. I sure wish you would have taken Sikiru's phone like a long time ago. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Oh, yeah. yeah, this is so much clearer. Goodness, that was like, wow. All the things we didn't right. hear that you said earlier is like, dang, yeah. oh, we missed it. Oh, we might have to, we yeah, might have to do a retake. Um, okay. But you mentioned a few, you, you left out a couple of songs that are a part of the, um, the, the, uh, the soundtrack, and that was... Um, Number um, six, uh, Ira Timmy, yeah. and my success, and then, uh, yeah, and then yeah. number eight, Palm Wine. Uh, palm um, Wine, yeah, 
So the early teaming on the foundation, the, um, we have uh, our, our brother Tao, too, you know, who, who is on that, and uh, let's tell you about that. But um, that, too, you know, Yvette Temi, again, it's, again, it, it, what, uh, fundamentally, it's like what's ours, you know, is ours. You, you cannot take that away from us, you know. And the palm wine is on that um, other um, traditional aspect. And I'm glad you say Retemi because we had, um, we were using another name to the equivalent, but uh, um, our wonderful Baba Adebisi, who you mm-hmm. also knew very well, he is yeah. the one that, you know, made sure to let us know that we can, um, you know, use that as the name. And I have to mention again, um, Professor, you know, Akiwowo, right, who came here together with Baba Olatunji in 1950, and he mm-hmm. has been so instrumental. He's now with the ancestors also, but he helped me so much too with a lot of things. As Sikiru said, you know, we 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 always been trying to get um, connected with, with our roots. So um, Professor Akiwowo he shared a lot with me. And then I would hook him up with our sister, Ella Andal, who was born in Grenada, but, you know, as a Trinidadian citizen group. And she's one of our top uh, vocalists there and also with the Yoruba tradition. So people can, can check her out, too. There is a, a lot of her music on YouTube. So Ella Andal, too, I would have a three-way with her and Professor Akiwowo to explain because, as Professor said, in Trinidad and Tobago, for example, we retain a lot of the old Yoruba language, mm-hmm. you see? So he mm-hmm. he was able to um, to shed light on, on a lot of those things for us, you know? So let's right. just tell you quickly about Brother Chao there. Hold on. Yeah. Oh, but wait a second. Before you go, Val, how do you spell um, the sister's name um, that you mentioned that people could look her up? Which one? Um, Sister Ella. Yeah. Ella. Yeah. Ella Andal. Ella Andal. A N D A L L. Okay. Yeah. All she. Right. Yeah. She has uh, some wonderful song. I'll, I'll try check send some to you. Like she has one about black woman, you know, and uh, say my name. I'm an African. Say, bring down the power of love. I say bring down the power. <laughs> so. Okay, hold on. Yes, you Okay, thank you. Ah, uh, thank you, Wonder. Brother Val, Val, this plane really to me. So we work together in the everything style base group. My group before I came to the state, played guitar. So when I record, I started that project in Nigeria. So mm-hmm. with him. So yeah, and the the guy who played the bass on it. So. So we all play together in the in the administrative based group back home. So just a little piece of this, a little piece of that. <laughs> That's how we came together with <laughs> with it. And uh, while making Professor Akiwo was our good father, so he gave me the introduction, a bit the the what the intro for Lanadiwa. So. Uh-huh. And he write that Lana knows, the professor, 
said no. So when the Buddhist coming, say nobody can stand in your way. So it will clear it will clear everything. So mm-hmm. uh, we are really blessed and we are in good hand, we have a good father, good foundation and uh, we thank God. So we stay with them. So we learn as much as we can learn before they depart. So uh, it's a really good thing. And thank you, Advalze. Thank you for doing what you're doing. So God will bless you and hope we can survive this and get our life back and get back in the rhythm because everybody is out of rhythm right now. <laughs> right. So we yeah. need to get back. So um, I, I noticed that, you know, people can get Rhythm Doctors um, on a lot of platforms. Um, any particular one you want to um, let people know about uh, with regards to getting a copy of a Rhythm Doctors, Opay, or Gratitude? Because um, I know you have your, your Man's Mark Records website as well as um, you have your, your own website, um, Sikaru. Um, it's on so the, where, yeah, it's on the Amazon. It's on so Amazon.com. Okay, yes. so that's yeah, where they can get it. All, all the different platforms. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, yeah, I know uh, that. Mm-hmm. Apple, Spotify, all of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the hard copy you can get it from Amazon. Okay. Cool. All righty, cool. So, Are you all going to do any kind of online concert or something? Because, you know, people do that nowadays. Are you all planning anything like that, a concert? Uh, we have two threads. Around, we are not in the same place. Like people you don't Florida have to be and, nowadays. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, but they don't, yeah, people you have to have the instrument to do it. Oh. So anyway, oh, we think about the technology. It oh. The technology. Yes. Okay. The technology to do it and the space and the time for everybody. And, yeah, well, we think about it and see what we can see what we can do. Yeah, that would be so nice um, to be able to see. I mean, we, you know, these are some really nice photographs. You have some really nice photographs throughout, you know, the piece. Um, and so, you know, we're able to see what you look like and and all that, which is nice. But, um, yeah, it would be really great to see, you know, you all in performance, those of you all who are still with us. That would be really awesome. So keep me posted. You know, we... Um yeah, we should um, we should mention but um Joel Smith too, you know. Joel Smith. He played um the oh, bass yeah. on Lano Dewa. Yeah. But you know, he was he he was he was a member of the Hawkins family, you know. Oh, and really? he played bass oh. and traditional drums and so on. But um sadly he 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 um, joined the ancestors too, you know. So we, oh. we, you know, we really give thanks and praise that he was able to. He and Peter Fuji have been working together for many years. You know, they have the things on YouTube, just both of them, and they just go on it, you know, Joel on drums, trap drums and bass, Peter on the guitar. But Joel, really fantastic and really um, pleasant brother, you know. So we are mm-hmm. thankful that he was able to play, you know, on, on this as well. We play, we perform together for sure, you know. So he too, mm-hmm. I really wanted to mention him. So we get thanks. Right. Uh, so. Yes. I say, I say that everyone's memory. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Cool. So I was thinking about um I don't have um a Jaja um uh in my uh my playlist. You know, I presently. sent that thing on, on the email there for you but um I don't know how it um I oh, you, you know you send me a you Jaja too? Oh, yeah, the okay, Jaja okay. is the first one. So what I did I sent four of them you asked for but they like it didn't mm-hmm. go through so then I sent two and two. So I think it became oh, true. So oh, Jaja. I didn't know you sent me another one. Oh, okay. Okay. So the uh, Yeah, because mm-hmm. you sent me, because um, I see the first group, and I was like, what? Because I didn't know the names of them. Um, oh, you yeah, have, I, oh, I have Ejot. So the first oh, one in Ejot? the group is Ajaja. Yeah, yeah okay. the, way, the order oh. that I sent you, that we had, mm-hmm. is the first one is Ajaja. The second one is I'll Take You There. The third one is Idaji. And... Um, Yes, on right. Yeah, <laughs> and the fourth, and the fourth one is I'll take you there. Oh, there if it you is. You see those now. on your email. Oh, huh? yeah, I see them now. Yeah, because um, I okay. didn't even know I had four songs. Okay, well, what I can do is um, you all don't have to stay on necessarily, but um, but I can upload um a Jaja um after okay. we play because I, I might be able to do that um after we play um the um. Um, let me see, just a second. Oh, wait a second. Because um, I, I didn't know the name, so it was like, oh, my goodness, <laughs> what I'm going to yeah. be playing. So so I could play um, uh, Idaji. Idaji, yeah, the, yeah, the instrumental. I could play that, yeah. and then I could play Idaja okay. afterwards, if that works. Okay. How was that? All right, that's wonderful. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. time for some sure, sun, sure. sunrise. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Sunrise yeah. would be great. <laughs> so, are you gonna stay yeah. on? Or are you gonna? Are you gonna? Are you gonna go? I we can I can stay on for that. You know, we can stay for that. Just keep the vibe together okay. with you. Okay, cool. All right, so I'm gonna play yeah. uh, Sunrise right now. <laughs> okay. Oh, sorry.
liking that one because it kind of reminded me of UMass Akela kind of energy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, bring some sun, was... sunlight into place. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And, and, yeah, yeah. So that was you, uh, Sikuru, um, <laughs> Peter, uh, Fuji, uh, Giovanni Hidalgo, Femi, OJ Tunde, and you, Val. Yeah, that was very nice. Very nice. Yeah, give thanks and praise. So yeah, we mm-hmm. laid we laid on the front tracks Sunday, you know. So that's oh, the thing. You and, did. And, yeah, so you know, in, in the way I was done. So you know, you know, I I, I want to make sure that the with the when I spoke about Paris Fan School. You were asking about Paris Fan School, and that's in my village, you know. Um, I had oh. gone home to Trinidad to start that uh, uh, children's steel band. And one mm-hmm. of the brothers, Selwyn, and his nickname is Parry, uh, Selwyn Paul, he had started the, the group. So we worked together. So I worked well, you know, titles, external relations, uh, and so. And we took the children to Borneo, Malaysia, Singapore, New York, and so on, you know. And mm-hmm. um, that's the whole thing again with us passing uh, the energy on to the young people. So that's why, as Ikiro was saying before, it was, it's so nice to see a lot of the younger uh, people also with the traditional drumming, the women all especially too, you know? Because, mm-hmm. as you know, that's a whole other creative energy and power that comes to, to, to it when the, the women are involved. So we give thanks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, certainly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Ah, okay. So, so now I'm gonna play uh, uh, Adaja, where uh, Sikuru, you're you're singing, right? No, that's Baba. Oh, Baba's singing. Oh, seriously, for real? Oh. Yeah, yeah, Baba sings. Oh. When we singing. when we yeah when we start the song, I sing it just mm. for the guide. So, and then when we do the music, so mm-hmm. when we finish the workshop in the wrestling, big saw, so, you know, every time we finish, so Baba is always there with me. So maybe we play ice panels and do some local shows. So I just took him to the studio. I want to play something for you. So mm-hmm. he came there and sit down and said, <laughs> who, who, who's this? I said, yeah, so we did it. So for you, so it's your, so it's your turn now to do your part. Yeah, wow. Mm. Yeah, but yeah, but that's thing is, I love the 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 guy when we're doing the laying the foundation for the music. for that's ready for Baba to come. Up. Yeah. So with 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 the other there there there's more to it too, you know. Um, the whole story, but um, Baba only did that part. But for example, um, when you hear like. Ajaja, hey, Milo, you know, I, I'm that spirit. But they had the other part where they say, um, that is not, and they were, Olo mio, Baba, Rabba, Olo mio, Baba, Shike, you know? So I say, mm-hmm. for the creator, you know, Father, spread your wings and cover me, spread your wings and protect me. And mm-hmm. when talking with um, Professor Akiwowo, um, you know that song when you hear Akiwowo, Oloko, Ile, that's yes, Baba and they did. Yes. It's about Professor uh-huh. uh, Professor Akiwo's uncle, you know, who was, was mm-hmm. um, you know working with the train. 
But anyway, with this Ajata, uh, and you know, all of you, Baba Rapa, and so speaking, with Professor, he was explaining to me the concept behind it. You know, it's like with chickens. I know many people here might never experience that, but I grew up with that, like in my grandmother's yard. When you see uh, a chicken hawk is in the area, you would see that the hen would tackle, you know, it would make us call, and the, all of the chickens would it come in a line and run towards the mother, and she would spread her wings and cover all those chickens to protect them from danger. You see? Mm-hmm. So part of that with this song, underline that, that's what it is, you know? Asking that one spirit that rules the universe to um, protect, you know, to, to keep mm-hmm. us protected. So, yeah. Ah. So we thankful that Baba came there. He was in the studio in Alameda. And uh, we have to give credit to, to Michael Denton and his studio over there. And then Vegan Adams in San Jose. And then we went to one studio, um, um, Studio 7 in, uh, in Half Moon Bay. And again, mm-hmm. Wanda, you know, um, uh, one, of, one of our people, one of our traditional drummers, his son started that studio. And we didn't even know that. You know, he ended up dying there, you know. Um, you know Tobaji? Yeah, Tobaji? Yes. You know Tobaji? Oh. Yes, yes. Yes. Yeah, it yes. was his son. It was his son who started that one of the studios that we recorded oh. some of his material out here. So it is also wow. a homage to, to his son, you know, who unfortunately oh, nice. has done yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh, so, how yeah. beautiful. So yeah, yeah so Tabaji, another drummer. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I, yeah. I, I actually extended the show, so you're good. We've got uh, 10 minutes. Okay. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah give thanks. <laughs> yes, but a dagger, you know, is, is really good. And then you would hear Bola, I mean, Bola, he does oh. um, the initial part. Um, so again, mm. it's all in praise to, to the, the one creator, you know? So, mm-hmm. so, so, yeah. So, our dad is a good choice. Yeah, totally. Okay. Here we go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
well, what is what, what is something about that too? You mentioned Man's Map Records, right? And with Brother mm-hmm. Ayo, yes, he yes. had um, he had a project that he um, had you to do um, with Abba's voice vocal. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So that's another. <laughs> so, so it's so it's so funny. So it's, it's all connected. And when I was in mm-hmm. Senegal, I mean, Yusuf Ndo's music was so popular, you know, uh, mm-hmm. and so on too, you know. So yeah, it was very heavy connection. And then you know, living on where I was staying on Gore Island, so you know that mm-hmm. connection with our ancestors, you know, it, it was so powerful. So as I say, you know, I'm very thankful and so blessed, you know, so blessed. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so yeah, good thanks. Yeah. Right. Wanna, Mm-hmm. Well, thank you. Thank you so much, both of you, uh, Sikiru nope. and Dal. Yeah. This is so, so thank fun. You. Great. Yes, yes, yes. Great job. So, yeah. so we'll, be playing, we'll be playing your album, and, you know, through the rest of the year, I'll, I'll make sure I play play something, you know, on all my shows and, you know, and to yeah. people to get a copy. Yeah. Wonderful. And, and let, us know, yeah. let us know about any parties where they'll be spinning, you know, from um, the Rhythm Doctors, you know, as we move from 2020 yeah. into 2021. <laughs> yes, give give thanks and praise. And you know, you know, like mm-hmm. with um, our Kaiso, Calypso, and Trinidad and Tobago, we always have a so-called double chance, the double meaning, you know. So actually, yes. to me too, when um, including rhythm, R I D D I M. But, you know, mm-hmm. as you know, it's a, a we it colloquially, you know, for rhythm. But mm-hmm. also the the other part of that was about getting rid, you know, ah, of the negative. Yes. Yeah. You see? Yes. So, 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 so as you realize, we, we got rid of him too. <laughs> One of them. Yeah. So that's also yeah. perfect for, you know, for yeah. the period we're in and also, you know, moving into the next realm, next next area. Thank you very oh, much. Oh, wow. Yeah. Rhythm. Get rid of. Yes. Leave it, leave and it then, behind. And then by, yeah. And then by having, you know, the doctors to, you know, you know, again, mm-hmm. for that, that healing, you see, on all levels, yeah. you know, mentally, spiritually, psychically, you know what I mean? So, oh, yeah, yeah. So it's yeah. all there. So good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, very, very good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so you have you have to write your own review um, for us too, Wanda. Oh yeah, I ter- certainly will. Yeah, I certainly will. Uh, yeah, and I'll. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I really like the one that you sent me too. But yeah, I'll definitely write something now that I know a whole lot more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, give thanks yeah. and praise. Yeah, right, and yeah, thank you again, Sikaru, because I know you're like heck of busy, yeah. and so Vival to be you. able to get you, that was awesome. Yeah, thank you. Great job. <laughs> Are you still writing for a baby? Yeah, uh huh. Yeah, I write it up for the baby. Yeah, I'm still okay. writing for the baby. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Sure you know, some of the guys um, used to get it inside of um, of Vacaville, where I was teaching in the prison. So mm-hmm. that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the papers are still being delivered, I believe. So yeah, so um, this yep. week, this month, December, um, it'll be out. Um, I guess it'll be out this weekend. Um, so it'll probably be mailed off maybe early next week. So they'll get the paper um, in about okay. a week or two. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Great. Cool. Cool. Thank you. Well, you all take good care and and have a good rest yes, of the too. day. This has been really fun. <laughs> yes, Wanda. Total. 
total love and blessings to you and the entire family. Okay? Oh, your love and blessings to you too, both of you. Yeah. I say. All right. Okay. Peace and blessings. For now. Yes. So I want to let folks know about um, uh, something that's coming up tomorrow. Um, the Maafa San Francisco Bay Area, in uh, in collaboration with the San Francisco Public Library African American Center, is um, is hosting a uh, um, a panel discussion, and it's going to be really really awesome. Let me read you the details. Um, and you can go with me to wandaspicks.com, <laughs> uh, you know, the current picks, because I just put them up yesterday. And uh, and so you can read about um, this event and, and lots of others, and I'm going to be adding to it as, as the month continues because everything wasn't available when I posted what I posted. But, um, but the... Uh, uh, the panel is What the Black Woman Body Knows, Addressing Trauma Through Art Practice. Art practice. And it's tomorrow. It's, it's a virtual event. It's free from 11 to 1 p.m. Pacific time. And in the vir- this virtual panel discussion, uh, Sister Lorraine Bonner, M.D., a, a sculptor and poet whose work centers on externalizing what is unseen, such as the consequences of historic and persistent trauma, um, is joined by uh, Sister Fania Davis, Ph.D. author, Race and Restorative Justice, Black Lives Healing and U.S. Social Transformation. Just came out last year. She's the founder of Our Our Joy, Restorative Justice for Oakland Youth. She offers tools for those difficult yet necessary conversations centered in the self. And Sister Amar, Amara sorry, Tabor Smith, scholar and conjurer, conjurers, uh, conjurer, uh, Deep Water Dance Theater, House Full of Black Women is a reclamation uh, of public space with intention over occupation. House Full is an uncompromising look at wellness for black women and girls with rest and safety at the top of the list. And and then I'm going to be moderating. So, again, that's tomorrow um, uh, at the San Francisco Public Library. Um, and uh, go to wandaspicks.com. You can get all the details about how to connect there um, so that you can attend and it's um it's a broadcast in youtube the san francisco public library's youtube channel and um and then i don't want you to forget about the spotlight on african cinema uh at the 28th annual african diaspora international film festival 2020 and that continues um what does it continue through december 13th so you've got another week and um and there are different sort of like chapters so um and so every week there's a different chapter because there's like so many films and i think the the uh curators of the festival want to make sure that you can see as many as you can and this weekend there are going to be some um some uh director uh talks uh that are also virtual that you can um participate in and you can uh can you can you can check out and then i think after that they're archived so you can watch them later and uh yeah, so um and then also this weekend after we have the uh the event at the San Francisco Public Library, uh West Oakland to West Africa is having its final um poetry reading um book party at the muse- at the uh Museum of the African Diaspora. No, no, excuse me. At the 
um, Moab. Uh, no, not Moab. Sorry, I haven't said it in so long. I can't even remember how to remember the name of the um, uh, the name of the uh, the library. Um, the African American. Uh, let's see, what is it? Um, I keep on wanting to say Moab. <laughs> Moab is so on my mind, which is so funny. And I'm not seeing the name of the. Uh, of the venue on this postcard, um, but it is um, the, uh, yeah, I see how you can register, but I don't see the name of the, uh, darn it, let me, um, let me look it up here in my email since I already started. Okay, let's see. Um, Let's see. Okay, here we go. Um, all righty, here we are. The uh, panel is at the mm-hmm. yeah. I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm looking. <laughs> oh darn it. Um, let's see. Let's try it again here. Wow, there's something how when you don't say something for a while. Um, (laughs) Yeah, African-American Museum and Library. There we go. African-American Museum and Library in Oakland. Yeah, and it's a free event, and it's at 1 o'clock Pacific time. So you can go from one, one wonderful panel to this really great poetry reading um, that – Features poets from the United States and poets from West Africa all at the same time. And we're going to be reading from our anthology, Our Spirits Carry Our Voices, West Oakland to West Africa Poetry Exchange. So, again, that's at the African American Museum and Library. And I'm going to put this link there in Wanda's pic so that you don't have as much trouble as I did trying to figure out where is this thing happening. <laughs> all righty. So you all take good care, and uh, and I'm going to close out with another another tune from Rhythm Doctors. And um, I think I'm going to play, since they talked about it so much, and you all have heard it before because um, I've had it uh, as a part of my cue for a minute, um, uh, La No Diwa. This is not the uh, Lana Diwa from Rhythm Doctors. <laughs> <laughs> 